Well, we like to start our wrestling rally off every year with Ross Halford of Husker Matt, who uh, surveys the state, keeps his fingers on the pulse of everything that's going on with the state of wrestling. And uh, now with all the serpentine and with the state duels a week ago, it seems like there wasn't quite as much uh, mix-up or craziness over the last two days. But Ross, uh, thanks again for joining us on the wrestling rally. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. Um, I uh, I just have to say I appreciated you, you and uh, Larry's um, uh, call on the radio yesterday as I was driving back home from uh, from my uh, trip out to Kearney and, and Aurora. I got to catch half of the uh, semifinal or sorry the finals out there in uh, D2 at Amherst. So you guys did a great job on the call and it was uh, really entertaining because we had such a great team race going on out there. Uh, got to catch that right in the middle of some of those key finals matches with Amherst and, and Plainview, so uh, it, was, uh, it was really nice to uh, be able to finish off the, uh, the weekend uh, with you guys, and uh, it was great, so... Well, let's, you know, usually the last few years we've had to kind of do two segments to talk about Omaha and then talk about Carney and the state duels, but uh, the duels concluded last week, and there were a couple of surprises in there, but what did you think about uh, the new format venue and now having duels in the rearview mirror as we get ready for Omaha? Yeah, again, I think it's a great thing um, because, uh, again, a lot of people were really checked out after the uh, state tournament. The state duels felt anticlimactic. Now, Maybe another way to look at this, though, is that um, if we have some wrestlers maybe that didn't qualify for the state tournament in the past couple of years, they had an opportunity then to turn around if their team had qualified for state duels and have maybe one more shot at redemption. And so there's obviously a couple of those uh, stories out there across the state as well. So, um, But for the most part, I think that, again, everyone's probably pretty satisfied that uh, we won't extend the week uh, again out into late February and again March uh, first. That's uh, uh, kind of crazy, but um, I'm pretty happy with it. And, and I think the way that the state duels went last week worked out pretty well too. Well, let's start breaking things down. Uh, and in Class A, as you said, you were out at the A4. I'm sure some of the Bearcat fans and maybe the team uh, raised their eyes. They only finished third in this district. Many people believe that the A4 district was far and away the toughest. Millard South qualified everybody in A1. Columbus got 13 of their 14 in uh, their district in the A3. So East gets 12, Grand Island gets 12, and Kearney gets 10. Uh, your thoughts on the way the A4 played out? Well, I, I thought it went pretty much exactly as, as I thought. Uh, I had kind of said, you know, when you have Grand Island, Kearney, and Lincoln East out there, you have 56 spots for qualification. And I had said, well, I think those three teams take between 30 and 35 uh, of the qualification spots. Uh, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, I think they ended up with 33 combined. Uh, if I might do my math right. I'm sorry, yeah, 34. So it <clears throat> went uh, pretty much as expected. Um, you know, as far as Carney goes, people looking at that as a surprise, they haven't been great in those four upper weights all, all year. Uh, and that's, you know, something that was known about them. So I don't think we should be too shocked that they only bring 10. Uh, the 10 that they bring are, are obviously very good, led by Philip Mooney and, and Nick James, and, and uh, those two expected to be in the state finals next week. So they'll have their state tournament points and uh, when we get down to Omaha next week. Of course, it's not necessarily about how many that you bring. It's about how many you bring that can actually score state points. So, um, but, uh, but hats off to Grand Island. The job Coach Morrison's done out there this, uh, 
this year uh, with a pretty young team. If they can find some upper weight kids to fill in uh, next year, they're going to be awful tough uh, a year from now. And got a chance to talk to Coach Rutledge for, for a little bit as well. What a great match at uh, at 106. What a great weight out of A4 at 106. But that, that semifinal match between uh, Bostard out of Lincoln East and uh, Heelan, the other freshman out of Kearney, was just outstanding. And uh, Bostard, of course, goes on and wins the district. But great wrestling, um, you know, throughout. And, uh, just a great district. And what a beautiful high school um, out there. That was actually the first time I had been out to the new uh, Kearney High School. And facilities and they always do the job uh, whatever type of tournament that they host so that's up to push warm Ross Halford of Husker, Matt, joining us here on the Power 99 Wrestling Rally. Uh, Class B, many people believe this is pretty open because Omaha Scott and you, I don't even know how long, it's more than 20 years, this is the fewest wrestlers they've qualified, so that brings Blair into play. We've got Hastings and Northwest that uh, had great districts, winning their own districts. What did you see out of B? Well, I, I've had, uh, my ratings are based off of where I think the teams will finish uh, in the individual state tournament, which, of course, is this week. So I don't do dual ratings and, and that. So sometimes when you look at um, the way that I have my ratings set up, where I've had Omaha get rated one um, all year, again, based off the fact that they've got some, some big points. So it just has been an odd year um, over at Scott. Uh, of course, uh, they lost uh, Alex Van Dyke, returning state champion, earlier in the year. Uh, and then yesterday, uh, in the uh, heartbreak round uh, out of the uh, Platteview District at B1, they lose uh, Joey Orsi, who was a state finalist uh, two years ago um, from Omaha Scott. And I think now you're really looking at Skyhawks as having four wrestlers that are capable of scoring state points. I think they qualified five total. But um, that's just not going to be enough to get to get a state title. You have Hastings that got 10, and, of course, Blair, in Columbus Lakeview, both pretty deep teams, um, both out at that Platteview district as well, which was pretty tough. Um, you know, they'll they'll be up there, Grand Island Northwest, Wahoo. You can't count them out with nine. So um, I think there's going to be some teams that have a few more point scores than than Scott. And uh, I really like Hastings right now. I got to catch them at the end of the uh, Aurora B3 district, and uh, they look really good. And they have that combination of top end points. Uh, and then um, some quality depth where they can get some medalists through, too. So, in my opinion, uh, I will put my money on Hastings as we head into the weekend. Um, I know you can't discount some of the other teams, but it uh, seems like things are coming together for them right now. Class C, uh, everybody at the C4, believing with one and two, Valentine and Broken Bow, and then some of the other teams that they had in there. Uh, Ord's been in the top ten a little bit on and off this year. Is there anybody else in the state that can even compete with those two? Well, I think with Broken Bow, um, you know, they again suffered a little bit of a setback too with uh, Patrick Powers, who's been rated second most of the year, and uh, I believe he had um, some type of injury that um, you know, keep him out of the out of the state tournament. So that gave Valentine that little edge that they needed um, to again capture that C four district title um, as well. Broken Bow brings their eight wrestlers down, but I, I think regardless, you know, it was going to be tough for some team to um, overcome what Valentine you know, puts on the, the mat in terms of the state tournament venue. They have such uh, great wrestlers, big top-end points, and um, you know, behind them you have Aquinas Catholic, who 
was the uh, state duels runner-up a week ago to Broken Bow, and they bring 11. David City brings the 9. Um, so there's some, some teams with really good depth there, but once again, you have to look at who's going to score points, some of the draws um, that take place. And, uh, again, I think Valentine's in the driver's seat. I think if they do what uh, they're, uh, what they're expected to do, they should bring home some hardware again um, next week. Ross Halford with us for another couple moments, uh, getting an overall preview of Omaha and the state meet. A and D get going with the morning session this year, and then the afternoon B and C in Class D. Uh, Plainview actually number one, uh, according to most folks, uh, won the duels, and uh, they finished second to Amherst yesterday. But they've got some big time point scores. You take a look that uh, maybe there wasn't a ton. Mullen actually gets ten kids out there, but uh, Burwell only six. Can they win it with six? How do you see D? Well, Plainview, I moved them up to a number one late in the season. Um, you know, they had kind of been in that three to four, and they've really just developed kids, and, and that showed last week at the state duels. Uh, of course, they're the Class D state uh, champions in that venue as well. Um, pretty tough district out at, at Amherst, as you can attest to. Um, I have Archbishop Bergen out of Fremont um, rated second, and I've moved Burwell down to the third spot um, just because of the uh, Bodie Jensen, uh, who did not compete at district as well. I have Mullen fourth and Amherst fifth. So the teams that look a lot alike, there's not one dominant team um, out there. But uh, you and I were talking a little bit beforehand. It sounds like Plainview um, with the uh, younger Christensen kid might have a bit of a setback there. And even though he wasn't rated, he was a kid that could potentially get them, you know, five, six seven points at the state tournament, perhaps more. So I'm going to have to take a look at that a little bit closer now. And does Archbishop Bergen now have enough maybe to make things really interesting? Um, you mentioned Burwell, six state qualifiers. And who's going to score points? Uh, they just have some of their top kids that qualified land at weight classes in D that are just ridiculously tough to deep. And so I think it's a, a tall order for them. Um, as well, and I noticed that uh, Joel Ostrom, uh, I believe, I thought he injured me out uh, in the uh, finals, and then he's dealt with a few issues like that um, as well. So uh, they're going to have to rely on the, the guy at 82, Da, and, and, and Ostrom to be healthy, and then just hope that some of those kids that are fringe medalists and lower weights, you know, come through for them. So. Well, Ross, let's get to the overall. We know that Tyler Pulaski is going to be a, or going to try to be a four-time state champion. Uh, what are some of the other highlights, and what do you think of his chances? Well, he seems to be wrestling really well. Uh, he obviously had that uh, injury that uh, sidelined him for the entire football season and came back in late January, and he really looks like he hasn't missed a beat. He had a, another win over uh, – Second-rated Andrew Hurley yesterday out of Neely Oakdale at that D1 district as well. So he looks like he's in a he's in really good shape. I had some questions, you know, about well, what kind of shape would he be in when he came back, and he's really answered all those uh, those questions uh, for me as well. You also have uh, James Burks out of Omaha, Burke, uh, who will also be looking for a fourth state title as well. He's actually the uh, all-time um, all-class. Uh, wins records for career now, I believe. He's up around 215 wins or so, um, and they'll have a chance to put four more on this week. He's a big favorite. 
got uh, Kulikowski out of uh, Valentine's, which was his third state uh, title uh, for Valentine. That's see at 132. Well, uh, again, some great team races, um, as we've mentioned, in, in Class A, B, and, and uh, C. So, honestly, other than maybe Class C, I think there's a lot of questions as far as um, who uh, is going to get the uh, trophy from the team perspective. Well, it's always neat to have some excitement in Omaha and might have a little more than usual this time around. And, Ross, can't wait to see you down there at the CHI Center. And, as always, thanks for the time here on the Wrestling Rally. Enjoy the week. Yeah, I appreciate you, Doug. We'll see you on Thursday. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking, full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. And welcome back to the Power 99 Wrestling Rally on this Sunday afternoon. It's become tradition to start off uh, after we talk to Ross Halford to the uh, Amherst Broncos as they have uh, brought home so much hardware here over the last decade plus, and they're trying to do so again. And uh, we were there yesterday at the D2 district, and uh, they qualified eight, and they won the district. And Chase Klingelhofer is with us here. And, uh, Coach, uh, probably not a lot has changed outside of looking at the brackets since we talked yesterday afternoon. But uh, as you look back on the accomplishment of Friday and Saturday, now that you've had some time to think about it, uh, uh, your thoughts again on how Amherst wrestled this weekend. Um, I think it was overall about, about how we projected to come out. Um, really close there to having... Uh, Josh Klingelhofer at 132 in it, and uh, Riley Galloway was one match away from qualifying. Um, our lighter weights, they, they wrestled tough. They had 106 and 113 were a couple of tough weight classes. Um, the top four that came out of, out of our district and those are probably going to go pretty far into the, into the state tournament. Um, the eight guys that we brought, seven scores, and our 160 JV actually bumped up to, to 170 and, and uh, got a third-place medal. So... Um, be exciting to watch him down in, in Omaha too. Only being a freshman, he was pretty pumped up. Um, our other seven that were taken, I think we got plenty of firepower with these seven guys to probably make some noise down in Omaha if we can stay healthy and positive. This probably isn't a fair question, but it's been brought up before. So you have the two kids go down at 170. Only one can score points for you. What happens if they end up matching up with each other? Well, the good thing here on their bracket is uh, Jaron Potts is on the top and Sam Hollander's on the bottom. So if they if they match up, then that'd be in the state finals, and or I guess coming back wrestling through. But we'd rather have it in the state finals. That would be that would be history making. You guys could be the first one to do that. Yeah, it'd be the first ones, and uh, Jaron will probably tell you he doesn't know who would come out on top there. They've they go back and forth in practice. They had I think it was a seven to one match in districts um, in the quarterfinals, I believe, and. You know, Jaron's Jaren's very talented, but Sam is just an extremely strong kid, and so he's one of those guys that it's kind of hard to do stuff on. Um, but, you know, again, they're both very good wrestlers. Again, for those out there, how is that possible? Well, this is the first year that they have allowed, and it will happen more uh, with the smaller schools that can't fill the 14 weight classes. But as long as you only put 14 kids in, you can put multiple in, in a weight bracket. Was there anything, was there another weight bracket that you were actually thinking about doing that with? Um. I mean, I had uh, six other JV guys I could have ch- uh, chose from, and that's what made it so difficult was um, having to choose one guy. And you know, I got six other kids that are sitting there thinking, "Why can't? Why couldn't I do it?" And um, so that was that was hard news to break. And 
something I don't want to do again, but I know in Amherst we're, we're growing a little bit more each year and adding more kids to the team, so definitely something that will happen again if we don't have a full roster. We just heard Ross kind of break down Class D. I mean, Burwell's taking six kids. Nobody's taking 12 or 14. Mullen's got 10. Uh, Plainview, a lot of people believe that the eight they got through are eight kids that are going to score them a lot of points. What, uh, what do you think is a, a lofty goal here for Amherst this week as far as a team? Uh, like I said before, I got eight very very talented kids going. Um, you know, three of them have been there before. As long as we can keep moving forward, um, like you said, Burwell six, us eight, Plainview eight, Archbishop eight, Mullen ten. Um, it's going to come down to our guys just winning those head-to-head matches. Um, if we lose, we got to come back through and and get third place. And they've been very good about doing that over the years. Let's uh, talk to a few of these guys. Of course, we saw them last year. We see them at districts. We see them at the Amherst Invite. Let's just go uh, 120 and, and work our way up the weight class. Isaiah Shields, as we said, is the lone returning medalist. He's a two-time medalist down there at the state in 6-4. Uh, so now it's time to be walking on Saturday, right, Isaiah? Yeah, for sure. Tell me a little bit about uh, what it's been like. And if you've told any of your teammates, some of them, have, some guys have been there. They just haven't medaled. Uh, what what has been the discussion in the room about getting a whole lot more medals so far this year? Um, don't be nervous. Be very confident going up there and wrestling. You've got nothing to lose. Go out there and show them that you're from Amherst United Wrestle. What was the big difference for you from two years ago to what you were able to accomplish last year down there in Omaha? Um, I was definitely way more nervous my freshman year, and I'm really trying to work on my nerves and just going out there wrestling my match. Tell me a little bit, with, with, you have so many guys, you have a lot of wrestling partners, guys that you work with in the room. Has it been Quentin? Has it been some of the other guys? So what's that been like in the room this year? Uh, it's mainly been Quentin. Yeah, it's me and Quentin been practicing super hard down the wrestling room. Uh, yesterday you got a nice win. Uh, you're, you're ranked anywhere from you know third. That's what we're going to go with. And you beat Kobe yesterday. Uh, talk about that match a little bit. Um, he didn't really do much that I thought he was in. He just really liked trying to do the underhook type stuff. And I knew if I worked my shots against him, I was definitely quicker than he was. So I just went out, worked my shots, and ended up coming up on top. All right, man. Let's uh, go have some fun in Omaha. Thanks yep. for coming over today. Yep, thank you. Quentin Frank is next. He was in the finals yesterday as well, one versus two against Nate Christensen of Plainview. And uh, kind of the way it worked out at the Amherst invite, you guys didn't get to wrestle each other. And uh, you had to wait till districts to do that. Uh, tell me a little bit about your match yesterday. Well, I obviously didn't get the win yesterday, but just little things that I feel like I could tweak during this week's practice to go down there and wrestle hard. What are a couple of those things that you want to tweak? Did you find something just specific? wrestling my match and going out there and being confident in what I can do and my ability. What, uh, what has Isaiah taught you so far this year? Have you guys have been the big wrestling partners? A lot of mental stuff you know constantly going pushing hard in practice and working our butts off is there a chance that you're going to see nate again at the state tournament on saturday you think that's a possibility yeah if we both make it to the finals you're gonna make it to the finals right yeah (laughs) quentin thanks for the time Uh, good luck over there sam florell is standing here next uh what's up man how you doing pretty good are you good i'm great i don't have to wrestle i don't have to train i don't have to do any of this hard work what, what is this week going to be like uh, to, A, try and stay in shape, but, B, not overdo it? What's, what's the week of state like? Well, I woke up this morning and made sure I wasn't 15 pounds over, which I wasn't. <laughs> but, uh, no, I 
try to keep my weight in a manageable manageable number could I go down quickly at the start of the week and just be able to eat a little bit and stay healthy and be, feel strong coming into the coming into the state it's a big deal with so many guys there's not a lot of room to wiggle you've got to be the best and you have to decide what weight you're going to be at did you know 145 was going to be where you were at or did you have to do a little work uh, to to be at 145 oh uh during football season, I thought I was maybe going to wrestle 152, but as I uh, got in the wrestling room, I started to lose a little weight, and I saw 45 was a place for me, and that's kind of where I landed, and that's where I've been all year. So, Is that a your decision, or is that a coach decision? It was my decision. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your bracket. I look at it here, and you know, you jump up and down, and you say, oh, yeah, this kid I've seen, this kid I haven't seen. Uh, there are many of these guys out there that you have seen. I mean, obviously, Elwood and Wilcox Hildreth is, are on your side, but they're probably not favorite to to get to you in the quarters of the semifinals oh yeah i think i have really two really winnable matches up to semifinals i haven't seen jacob johnson i wrestled a close match with vondra right after i came back from my injury but i wasn't 100 percent then and i know i am now so i have i have two really winnable matches and gonna see johnson and give him the best i got and hopefully get to the final that's the plan as a senior when you get injured Talk about the injury for the people that don't know about it and what it was like coming back, knowing that this is your senior year. Well, uh, I thought it was going to be a lot easier to just jump back into it. You know, I was I was ready to go out there and compete at my highest level, but it takes a little bit and a lot of extra work to get to the point where you can go out there and compete how you know you can. Took a lot of weeks in practice, just you know, just going 110 percent instead of 100, or you know, you just got to get back to that point where you want to be. All right, man. Best of luck down there at state. Thanks for coming in today. Yep, thank you. Cole Stokebrand is the 152-pounder here uh, from Amherst. Now, this would be no shock to anybody that's listening, so while they're sitting out in what we call our green room, uh, while they're waiting to come on, everybody's on the phone, everybody's uh, texting or Facebook, you know, whatever you're doing. Cole, how much interaction is there with wrestlers from other schools during the season? And I'm not just talking smack talk. I'm talking about getting scouting reports, maybe guys you've wrestled against. Is there a lot of that that goes on? Uh, yeah, definitely. I talked to Blake Krasiski a little bit yesterday before he wrestled and just talked about kids he'd wrestled, kids we'd probably meet up. Is that a big help? I mean, is yeah. there was there one or two things throughout the year that definitely have helped you uh, by talking to some of these guys? Yeah, definitely helped me prepare for some of the bigger matches like in Neely when I wrestled Bloomquist. Definitely helped talking to some of those other guys that have wrestled them before. You guys uh, had to wrestle conference, and then the very next day you had to go wrestle state duels. How tough was that? Um, it was kind of tough just maintaining weight throughout conference, just trying to stay down, not eating a bunch. <laughs> that, how, what's, the most, what's the most like you've gained in one night? Oh, probably close to 10 pounds. Holy moly, what'd you do, buffet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about your bracket. I find uh, as you as you come away and, and get the job done here and, and win districts yesterday, uh, you've got a chance to maybe see uh, shuts from Elwood again in the quarterfinals. Uh, you've got a kid uh, out the gate here that's a little bit below 500. On the other side, uh, there's Bloomquist from Randolph. Uh, do you take a big look? I know we're supposed to go one match at a time, but you, you have to look and go, okay, he's on this side, I'm on that side. Uh, if you do get to wrestle shuts again, tell me a little bit about that match. Um, I think I just need to take him all three periods. I think I'll wear him down. He's coming back from an injury. I think uh, I'll have more of a tank than him and wear him down in three periods. All right, well, let's get there. 
and then we'll get into Friday and have a little fun, okay? Sounds good. Cole, congratulations. District champion out of Amherst yesterday. A lot of the number ones came through yesterday. Cole was one of them that came through out of the uh, number two and, and picked up a victory. Jaron Potts was the number one seed yesterday, and we'll swing him in here. He had a, a tight match with Tyson McCurdy of Alma. Were you worried there at the end? That got kind of hairy in the last few seconds. Yeah, it, was, it came down to the wire there, and I'm just glad I was able to come up on top. Now, as Coach said, we've got 270-pounders in there. Talk about what that has actually been like, seeing who's going to be one and who's going to be two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been really interesting because Sam's a really good wrestler, and I wrestle him in practice all the time. So obviously went out there that, hoping I'd win the match, but um, it's always anybody's match, really, with him because he's, he's a really strong wrestler, and he, he knows what he's doing out there. Is there something that you do just a touch better than he does, and is there something that he does that maybe is just a touch different than what you do that makes it – uh, different on how you guys have wrestling styles. Uh huh. I think here's he. Uh, he's obviously a little bit stronger than I am, so he's he's been able to keep his base down, um, um, just stuff like that. And I'm a little bit quicker, so I think that's what makes it a little bit different match between uh, me and him. Thoughts on getting to go down and wrestle in the state tournament again here uh, with the rest of your teammates? It's a really nice opportunity to be able to go down and wrestle with my teammates. I've been wrestling since kindergarten and first time making it as a junior it's it's a different feeling it's really nice well have fun enjoy it let's go get a few wins all right jaron potts joining us here as we're talking with the amherst wrestlers drew bogard there's a name that we've heard quite a bit uh, over the years drew what was it like a little bit uh having an off year last year going to a totally different district and what the off season was like did that fuel this amherst team at all uh, I think it probably did fuel it because, you know, it's just a different district, different feel, different people. Just don't know what you're going to get, really. Quite the 195-pound weight class yesterday. Tell, tell us a little bit about uh, the whole weekend for you and just getting in a position to be able to qualify for state. Um, see, I had Jonas Marshall, my first match. I wrestled him before. I beat him. So that was I was confident going into that match. And then I had Colin Gale. He's number one or two in the state, so I was nervous going into that one and ended up getting thrown around a little bit, but that happens. Then I came off of that one, wrestled Hall, was it, from SEM? So I wrestled Hall. I wrestled him before, beat him before, so I was confident going into that one. And then I wrestled Kobe Larson, <clears throat> and I hadn't wrestled him before, so I was a little nervous going into that one, but... Ended up winning it, going out there wrestling my match. Are you a guy that, I mean, not ever been in a heartbreak round? That's happened to a, a ton of wrestlers. But when you take that mat and you know, hey, I got to win this to go to Omaha, and if I don't, my season's over. How much do you think about that, if at all? Uh, not really. I mean, you just got to go out there, wrestle your match, make it yours. I mean, you just got to make it happen. All right. Thanks for coming in, Drew. Congratulations. Thank you. Let's bring in this next guy who, you know, uh, he, he transfers from basketball and he just steps on the mat and he's quite the wrestler. And I have to say, Jackson, before I even say anything to him, and Jackson Tobenheim, some of the Amherst, uh, what, what would we call them, Amherst lifers over there, uh, the parents, they say, you know what, wait out, wait till next year. And this was before we even got through the semifinals, and yet you come out and, and you win the districts. Talk about deciding to leave basketball and be a wrestler. Um, yeah, really, I made my decision probably towards the end of basketball season, going down at state wrestling, seeing the atmosphere around that, 
and knowing if I switched over, I felt I could get there. And then football was a big part of it too, knowing it would make me a better football player going through wrestling. Had you done any wrestling as a, as a kid that was official or besides just messing around with your buddies? Um, junior high was the only wrestling I had done up until this year. So you had a little background. You kind of knew what was going on. But what was the first few practices like uh, when you got in there? It was intense. It was probably the hardest practices I've ever had in any sport. But, yeah, they don't mess around down there. I learned that quick. <laughs> Jackson Tobenheim with us. At what point during the season did you maybe realize, hey, not too bad at this. I can fit right in. I can help these guys out. I can help this team. Probably when I stopped giving up 40 pounds to the 285s, I figured out wrestling my own weight was a lot better idea. So now you go to Omaha. What, what are some of the thoughts that you have after winning a district yesterday and, and get a chance to go down there and, and maybe pick up a medal in Omaha? Um, just really trying to take it one match at a time, not overlook anybody, and try to keep focus, not get too swallowed up by the atmosphere there. I kind of thought when the basketball team started off about 1-7 and seven or whatever it was, they were missing Jackson Tobenheim. Did you go in and give them an inspirational speech? Because they got it together now. Oh, I talked to a few of them. <laughs> I, got them. I got them back together. There you go. Well, Jackson, uh, hey, great story. Keep up the great work. Good Thank luck. Thank you. Thank you. That is our Amherst wrestling team. They always come in and do such a good job with us here on the wrestling rally, and it looks like a lot of medals are going to be coming back. Guys, thanks for the time, and good luck down there. Those are the Amherst Broncos. We're going to take a break and move on to another district champion, Grand Island Northwest. Coach Brian Seabrands and his wrestlers are going to join us after this on the Power 99 Wrestling Rally. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis. Science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Big Rack Shack specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment, and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop in at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. CRAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat. We're so proud of you. Pool, spas, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel. From Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. And we continue on with the 21st Annual Power 99 Wrestling Rally. And Grand Island Northwest, uh, as we have done the rally, is one of those schools and squads that has continued to grow. And now we just look at them as a perennial power in class b and a lot of that has to do with coach seabrands who joins us here on the rally and has brought the guys over from the third city coach once again thanks for taking some time out of your sunday to bring the guys over thanks for having us 
Um, just really blessed with the kids we have at Northwest. We got a bunch of hardworking kids, and um, they do a good job. Like I said, they bring it every day to practice, and they work hard, and they brought it this weekend. So that was a good thing for us. Looks like they ha- they have a little fun too along the way. Yeah, they're a bunch of jokesters. They like <laughs> to have a little fun and razz each other. You take that district title uh, to heart yesterday, and then you look and see what everybody else did across the state yesterday, and all of a sudden, maybe Northwest, even though you've been highly rated and you took a bump on the chin at the duels, all of a sudden, hey, wait a minute, Northwest is going to be just fine. I have to think that you guys uh, believe that you can go make a lot of noise this week. Yeah, I believe that. Um, you know, I was a little disappointing at state duels. Um, you know, we had a tough Blair team first round, but, uh, you know, they've been up there the whole season, and... I thought we were better than a eighth seed, but anyway, like I said, um, it was tough for us to take that loss. And you know, it's, I knew our kids would come back ready to fight the next week, and I was hoping nobody would count us out. But uh, you know, York had a great day this yesterday and kept up with us. So um, I'm just glad that our kids came ready to battle, and and um, I was really impressed with how they wrestled. You had some guys that made it deep uh, into Saturday last year but didn't get the overall gold. And I think maybe going in, we, we knew the matchups, underdog, underdog, a lot of underdogs, but you guys overcame that in, until Saturday. Uh, what about those uh, three guys that uh, walked in the parade? You know, uh, got Colin Quant back, and um, he's been wrestling tough all year. And, um, you know, I thought we got a fairly decent draw. Um, we, our first-round match, we have... Um, kid from West Point Beamer, which we don't see very often, so I don't know a whole lot on him. And then, you know, I was just looking at the top side of the bracket with Lazur. Um, we wrestled him last year to get to the finals. He's a tough, tough kid. And then, um, you know, if we, when, when we won a first-round match, we got the kid possibly from Gehring. We don't see Gehring at all either, so I'm going to have to do a little scouting on some of these guys, but uh, I know Colin's going to give me his best effort, and I look for him to get back to where he wants to be in the finals. And then, um, you know, we got Grady Grease. Grady's, uh, I love his draw. Um, you know, we got the McCook kid first round. And then, you know, we've wrestled Hastings and Seward before. And we took care of business with those guys. And then on the bottom side of his his pool, um, we've seen almost every one of those guys, and he's done well against them all. So, you know, everyone wants to see the Colterman Grease matchup again, and I think you're probably going to see it and get your money's worth. And then um, Cooper Kaiser, he was a finalist last year too. And, um, you know, I, I like his draw too. Um, we've, we have lost to Pfeiffer on the bottom side. But uh, I think if we stay in good position and, and get our offense going, we can compete with anybody. Uh, and then Maganda's on the top side. so um, But we just offense is going to win those matches, and we just got to get that set the tone with it. Well, let's uh, talk to a few of your wrestlers that you brought over here, and we'll start with Grady Aarons. He's your 106-pounder. He comes in with a record of 46-4 and four on the season as a sophomore, and uh, we'll slide Grady in here and see sure. what he's got to say. And uh, Grady, thanks for coming over, man. Congratulations on the title yesterday. Thank you. Uh, it's up to those lighter weights to kind of get the ball rolling. Do you feel that if you if you guys, uh, you and Grayson, can get it going down there that uh, the rest of the team is going to follow? Uh, yeah, I do. What about uh, what about this district uh, overall, and and how tough it was at one hundred six? Um, the district it was kind of uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like the only real tough match I had was 
the finals match as I've seen most of the kids before and had a tough run in with the rain fourth earlier in the season, but I knew if I just worked on things that it would be an easier match. If it's not you, who's the kid to beat at 106 down there in Omaha? Um, probably uh, Quentin Chavez from Gehring. He's pretty decent. I haven't seen him at all. And you probably know this Swoboda kid from Aurora a little bit, don't you? Uh, yeah, I've had a run-in with him at conference, and uh, I thought it would be a closer match, but it really wasn't. How excited are you for uh, for this state meet here and, and maybe having a chance to get to Grand Island Northwest to uh, bring home a state trophy? Uh, pretty excited. All right. Well, we'll let you get moving, and uh, we'll talk to Grayson next. Thanks, Grayson Freeze. He's been in here a couple of times, and... Uh, uh, I guess we start off with uh, congratulations once again, man. How are you? Thank you. Good. Talk about uh, how you have changed here as a wrestler over the last couple of years. Medaled a couple of years ago, came up short last year, and now you're ready to go back and get high up on the stand again. But uh, as a wrestler, how have you changed? Um, you know, just getting better on the mat and just working working to get better and just succeeding and just doing what I can, you know, just get better. All these big guys are getting all the publicity. You realize that for for Grand Island Northwest. What is it about the lightweights here that uh, that makes a Northwest an all around great team? You know, we practice hard and we work hard and we we show up to tournaments and we upset people and we you know we prove people wrong. And which I think we've done that in the past few years. I've been wrestling here. We prove people wrong and we show who's who's the best. And so. You, you get a chance right off the get-go. This is a humdinger. You and Hastings, Miller from Hastings, and we just heard maybe Ross uh, thinks that Hastings might be the favorite. You guys want to do uh, some damage as well. Uh, talk about uh, the first-round matchup you're going to have with Dylan Miller. You know, I lost him earlier in the season, like 7-4 to four or something like that at the Hastings duel, and, uh, and I was a little upset with that, but, you know, I can, I can change some things when I get down to this weekend and hopefully put it to him, so... And uh, as you uh, kind of finish up your wrestling career, I mean, again, I say that we've had you over here a few times, and it's been great to watch you progress here. Uh, what's been the best part about uh, being a Northwest wrestler? You know, just being around Northwest and being around Coach Seabrands, and he's helped me a lot through the years, so it's been, it's been a pleasure being around his team. So. Well, it's been a pleasure watching you wrestle, Grace, and good luck this week in Omaha, man. Thank you. Let's move on to the 126-pounder. Colin Quant slides in here. What have you seen from Grayson? As, as he's grown, uh, you guys probably battle it out in the practice room a little bit. Yeah, it was kind of even from like a younger age growing up and kind of using him as a standard of growth for me and being able to push him. Talk about uh, your district yesterday and, and how things went for you. Um, I didn't think that my district was going to be that difficult walking in. Uh, I... My finals match was a little tougher than I thought. Didn't go as smoothly smoothly as I thought it would, but uh, still got it done. Uh, so you, you thought it wouldn't be quite as tough. At what point in the match did you realize it was going to be pretty tough? Um, when I couldn't really work what I am usually able to on top, I was knew, knew it was going to go longer than I had hoped, but... Yeah. Well, you got the job done here, and then you look at this bracket for crying out loud, B-126. You've got Collins 43-4. and four. you got Bryce Brown at Hastings 22-2. and two. The Lazura kid from Scott's 22-2. and two. The Diaz kid from North Platte's 44-1. and one. And in a real quirky deal, the kids are going to wrestle in the first round. 
Now, I don't know if there was a medical or a sick or if he had to bump out, but he was undefeated coming into the uh, district, and uh, West Point Beamer's Jose Salazar, uh, I assume you probably don't know a whole lot about him, but when you see that his only two losses were this weekend, that has to open your eyes a little bit. Yeah, that really shows the depth of 26. Um, I know that like anywhere you're going to be in the bracket, you're going to run into good kids. So, you know, it doesn't really change much who I'm wrestling first. I just know got to show up and wrestle. What about this next guy we're going to talk to? Tell me something about him. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Owen's kind of the uh, <laughs> um, fun of the team. Uh, brings a lot of laughs and excitement and shows up to matches. It can be a pretty good match. Uh, if not, it's a little funny. Well, that's great. So you gave me a little something to work with here. So Owen Friesen is next. He is the 145-pounder. Good luck, Colin. 145-pounder. Uh, are you the jokester of the team? Uh, I guess that's what they call me. I really don't know. You okay with that? Um, yeah, it's, it's all right. <laughs> so I'm guessing... I'm guessing you are you are one of those wrestlers that it doesn't matter what the score is of the match. We're not exactly sure in the third period how this thing is going to wind up. Is that the case? Oh uh, yeah, if I keep my cool and don't throw a fit, it goes fine. How has that how has that worked throughout the year? Has that been better as the year moves on? Uh, yeah, it's been going pretty good until uh, yesterday in the finals. I lost it a bit and lost it a close match. Well, you're going to take on a kid that looks like from Wahoo right out of the get-go here. What, what's, what's your thoughts? Is uh, excited, nervous, uh, fired up, uh, or you're just glad to have a couple of days off of school? Um, a little nervous, but I'm just going to go out there and wrestle and see what happens. All right. Well, uh, keep keep it light for these guys over here. They're counting on you, man. Okay. Good luck. Owen Friesen joins us here. Uh, on the uh, Power 99 Wrestling Rally. 152, again, Northwest qualified eight kids, and Austin Cooley has joined us here at 152 pounds. Austin, uh, congratulations, man. Thank you. You know, I guess I wasn't paying attention. You guys all have your own jackets. That's, that's kind of a team camaraderie. Was that a coach thing, or was that a, is that a wrestler thing that you guys decided you were going to have the same gear? Uh, it was kind of a coach thing. We just kind of all have the jackets, and you could buy one if you wanted one. We just kind of all bought one. And this way you don't pick up the wrong jacket, right? It's got your name on it. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yep. Tell me a little bit. You're going to go in uh, as qualifying in fourth yesterday. So when you went into districts, were you thinking, I want to be in the finals? I just want to get there. I want to get to state. What was your mindset uh, when you took the mat this weekend? Well, I really just wanted to get there. But obviously I always want to be in the finals and win this whole thing. But it was mostly just the goal of getting there. Outside of qualifying for state, kind of what's been the highlight for you personally and as the team has gone this year? Uh, my highlight is probably just how well we've been doing all together as a team. We've come into some tournaments and done really well and won some really big duels against Hastings. All right, well, you saw how close the team race was yesterday, and it's probably going to be pretty close when you get down to Omaha so you know that every point counts, and so we need like six wins out of you, okay? Okay. <laughs> or four. I mean, it only takes it only takes three to get to Saturday. So, uh, Austin, best of luck, man. Thanks for coming over on a Sunday. Yep. Thank you. Grady Grease joins us, 195-pounder. Uh, he's done okay during his wrestling career. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Great to have you back. Uh, what about the, I don't know if it's camaraderie or friendship or whatever, but 
195, 220, heavyweight. You guys have had stories written in the Independent, statewide. People talk about you. You're rated. Uh, what's that like to have three guys here at the end of the lineup that can bring it home? Yeah, you know, it's great. Um, we can always count on each other to uh, uh, come through in the end and score some big points for our team. And uh, I don't know, it's great to have that camaraderie. camaraderie and uh, we always uh, push each other really hard in the practice room, and you need that to be great. Has it ever went just a touch too far with either of these guys in the practice room? A few times we get on each other's nerves, you know. <laughs> it's going to happen. What, what have you learned? I'm guessing more with Cooper than, than probably going up to the big man here, but uh, what have you guys learned from each other just throughout uh, the the last couple of years in the practice room? Well, you know, we all have our strengths, and uh, I feel like we learn to defend uh, certain moves that our teammates are good at because, you know, that's what you're going to do every day at practice. So Marcos is a big uh, points guy, and he likes to um, make it an uh, interesting match throughout the whole uh, match, and... Uh, I don't know, we go and we practice hard and, yeah, I don't know. Well, tell me a little bit. I mean, you're coming in at 44-1. and Uh, Who's going to give you some problems in this bracket? Obviously, we know that Colderman is undefeated. Is there anybody else here that that has given you a good contest throughout the year? Um, Well, I'm not too worried about uh, my uh, state draw. I mean, Obviously, I'm going to have to show up and wrestle hard, as as I always have, and I need to wrestle the McCook kid and then either Seward or Hastings, and I'll, that'll be a good match. The Hastings kid is pretty strong and always got to be worried with the throw with him. And, you know, always there's always a chance that someone will lose. I mean, that's why you wrestle. Well, it could be McCook, obviously, in the first round, Hastings and Holdridge, so a lot of area wrestlers uh, on your way here in the bracket. And Let's see if we can get you back in the parade this week, Grady. Uh, congratulations. Yeah. yeah, thank you. That'll bring in uh, the 220-pounder, and uh, he was also in the parade last year, Cooper Kaiser. We started calling him the Cobra. Is that okay? That's fine with Cobra, me. <laughs> Cobra Kaiser. That's, that was somebody's uh, great idea out there. But uh, how have you changed because uh, let's let's face it, I don't know. Everybody wants to get in the parade. You weren't predicted to be in the finals last year. Uh, as you think back on it, uh, and those three matches that got you to the finals, uh, you smile a little bit. And and, and how do you recap that? Uh, it's probably one of the craziest things that's ever happened to me. You got a, probably the biggest upset that I've ever seen at 220. You got Bronson getting beat in the first round, and that just opened up the whole side of the bracket. So everybody was gunning, and I guess. I just got the best chance to go, and I made it. Tell me what it was like qualifying right after Grady did, and then you guys get to walk out there in the Parade of Champions next to each other on that Saturday, what that was like. It was, it was the best feeling because never would I thought I'd be in that parade, but then we got three other teammates in there, and we're, we all get to walk together. It was just a great experience. Everybody wants to get the parade, but then if they get the silver medal, sometimes they're pretty bummed out about it. How did you feel after the match? You know what? If you don't get upset after a match like, and you don't care, then what's really the point? So obviously I was upset. I thought I could wrestle harder. But Jack's just a great wrestler, and he did what he did, and I couldn't stop him, so he deserved it.
You were 220 last year. You stay at 220 this year. Uh, you've taken on Jesus from Skyler, and we're a long way away from seeing him again, but that's how you're the number two seed because you took him on in districts. Yeah. I mean, uh, tell me a little bit about your matchups with him so far this year. Uh, he's he's a great wrestler. He's quick, agile, and he's kind of shorter, so it's kind of harder to shoot on him. But he's just really fast with his movements and everything, and he you can tell because he he hasn't lost yet. He's wrestled great wrestlers from Class A, and he's beat them. He just shows why he's a good wrestler. All right, Cooper, thanks for coming over, and uh, let's keep it going, man. Great job. Thank you. Let's move up to the heavyweight division here. He's the one that brings it home, and uh, he had to wrestle in the uh, finals yesterday against a few future Husker and Noah Stafirsky of uh, York. But uh, Marcos Martinez had a pretty good uh, year as well. Uh, congratulations, man. Congrats on, uh, on a great year and getting back to Omaha here. Thank you. <laughs> what, uh, what about uh, being the last guy? What about being the heavyweight? Sometimes it comes down to the heavyweight to decide how things are going to work out for the team. Yeah, I was, I was just hoping it would come down to me again since last year. But, you know, I wrestled, tried wrestling him tough. So, What about Noah? I think he's probably a lot taller than you are. Yeah. Uh, how, how much of a difficult is that for you? Um, I wrestle like a lot of tall people, but sometimes I get, get, it, uh, get the win. Sometimes I don't. But, you know, I thought i put up a good good match with him but what about as you as you look what you got here you got a blair kid in the first round you might see a kozad kid in the second round uh what about your familiarity uh about knowing any of these guys that are in your bracket well i know i wrestled the blair kid and i beat him and then uh the kozad kid i haven't wrestled him yet but i think i'll be all right so that state duel thing that helped you out a little bit last week yeah. By getting Blair right off the get-go. Did you smile when you saw this last night, when you saw the bracket? Uh, a little bit, but... I think he smiles know. all the time. It looks like he <laughs> smiles all the time. So uh, this has been a fun time uh, with this Northwest. Uh, have you guys already talked about trying to win or maybe having a chance to win a state title? Yeah, it's always our goal since the beginning, and I think we got a good chance, so... All right, bud. Bring it home. All right. <laughs> we'll wrap it up here with uh, Coach Seabrands one more time. This, this is a good group here you got, Coach. I wish you had six more of them. I know you do too, but this is a good group you got here. Yeah, they're like you said, they're a good group. They're exciting. They like to have a lot of fun, and they're fun to be around. Well, Coach, uh, we'll get them down to Omaha. Again, uh, we'll look for uh, a lot of the black and gold here uh, as, as we move into Friday night, hopefully, and into Saturday. Yeah, hopefully we can make a run. That's our goal. So, Let me ask you one more thing. Because this is totally off, and I, I probably should have brought it up earlier. You've had a lot of stuff go on personally over the years. Mm-hmm. It seems like maybe this has been one of the calmer years. Would you agree from a, from a coaching standpoint, from a family standpoint, yeah. from a teammate standpoint? Yeah, I mean, it's been pretty calm. This year's gone really fast for some reason. But, uh, you know, dealing with my daughter and then my heart attack, it's a lot of stuff. Well, these guys, uh, I mean, what, Owen? Let Owen sit next to you and just tell you all the jokes, man. He's got it all going on here. So you're coming through on the other side, buddy, and uh, it's just uh, really appreciate uh, all the time you give us. And uh, keep it up, man. We can't wait to see you down in Omaha, okay? Thank you. That is Coach Brian Seabrance. As you know, uh, we have had him on uh, numerous times, not just during the wrestling rally, but uh, Northwest Wrestling. Wow, it's it's a great story. And I know when Baker's down there, he's chirping in my ear all the time because you guys are good buds, and he keeps telling me about Northwest, and he's already on the phone today telling me, (laughs) <laughs> like he's got a shot, and I hope it's Northwest and Hastings battling out on Saturday. I sure hope so, too. I mean, they got a great program, and, and like I said, last year nobody really gave us a shot, and our kids really came together, and um, I think we're going to be right there with all of them at the top, and uh, these guys know what it takes to get to the finals, so 
we're just going to keep battling and hopefully prove a lot of people wrong. I know it makes our job a lot more fun when we get a group of guys like this. So uh, good luck, Northwest, and uh, have a good Sunday, guys. We'll take a break here on the Power 99 Wrestling Rally. We've got Carney High, we've got Ravenna, Hastings High, and a whole lot more coming up. Keep it here on Power 99. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. When you're finally ready to build your perfect home, Shockey Custom Homes knows what it takes to make your dream home a reality. Detailed specifications and a no-surprises price guarantee with 3D software for a virtual tour. Let Shockey Custom Homes start your future today. Shockey Custom Homes, a very proud supporter of all the Amherst wrestlers. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at state. Coming up next, we're going to talk with Coach Brett Mahler and the Ravenna Jays here in just a moment. He's taken over that program for Dom Reichs after the last few years, and we're looking forward to chatting with him. Also, uh, we'll hear from Hastings Coach Brian Lauchs, kind of get that rebuttal maybe from uh, the Grand Island Northwest Hastings side. That will be a great rivalry if that pans out, but obviously Blair and a couple other teams will have something to say about that. Also got a chance to check uh, with Carney High. They're up helping with the UNK duel. They're taking on Fort Hay State at this hour, so we'll talk with Coach Ty Swarm. Matt Rogers and Carney Catholic are coming in. Also had a chance to find out what went on with Grand Island yesterday. The Islanders, uh, maybe not a huge surprise, but just to see Carney finishing third on their home mat uh, behind Lincoln East and Grand Island uh, opened some eyes for some others. It'll be interesting to see how the Grand Island and Kearney points uh, pan out down there in Omaha. But Grand Island was able to uh, qualify 12 for this year's state tournament. I got a chance to catch up with Joey Morrison. Very impressive day yesterday at the A4 district as the runner-up in what was considered the toughest district behind Lincoln East. The Islanders got by Kearney for the first time this year, and they have qualified 12 to get down to Omaha. And uh, you almost want to jump up and down and go, the Islanders are back, the Islanders are back. And uh, Joey Morrison, I, I hearken all the way back to the Kearney invite a year ago when we were talking about how young your team was. And now here we are basically two years later, and you've got 12 kids that are going to Omaha. Congratulations. Tell me a little bit about your day yesterday uh, well first of all thanks a lot and you know we're just excited for our, our crew to go down to Omaha and hopefully make some noise yeah we've got 12 in this year so that's exciting um many of them are sophomores or freshmen and so we're <clears throat> still on the younger side do have a few seniors in the lineup as well um but yeah it was a great day we got five in to the finals on the, on the uh, opening two rounds and then we had eight uh, battle back on the on the heartbreak round, and we went seven for eight in the heartbreak round. So, just you know, overall, it was a great great performance uh, as a group, and uh, we we're resilient all day, and that resiliency got it done at the end. Whether it's the uh, duels that we saw back in the uh, December, or whether it was the state duels, or just all the times that you've ran into Lincoln East and Carney, there's been a lot of these kids that wrestled each other quite a bit. Where were some of the differences yesterday? Where did you guys uh, make some changes, and, and where did you come away with some victories that maybe you hadn't earlier in the season? Well, I think you know the first thing is it starts with belief. You know, you've got to believe in your kids, and your kids have to believe in their training and how they're how they're being prepared and. Our kids have that. They always have. Um, and so that allows a kid to perform well and, you know, 
improve against a kid who he's lost to earlier in the year, maybe even three or four times. And so uh, we didn't catch everybody yet, but we've got another week to make that happen. And uh, again, just really proud of our kids and, and believing in buying in. Got a lot of buy-in in Grand Island. And usually when you have a high, high level of buy-in, good things happen. One of those weights where the round robin was was at 106 pounds, and man, what a uh, semifinal and final that uh, Juan had. Yeah, yeah, he he wrestled a really uh, a good match in the semifinal, and then in the final he wrestled the Lincoln East kid. We uh, have come up short every time yet. I don't know how many times we wrestled a handful though, and um, was on top this time. Got the first takedown. Um, you know, rode him out, was looking really strong, and then right at the end of the second period, got a, gave up a reversal, tied it up, and so uh, just came up a little short right at the end. We were head by one, and um, with about 20 seconds left, and Juan gave up his leg and got taken down and just couldn't get out in time. So, you know, um, we'll see where we shake out at state, but a, a noticeable improvement from a week ago when it was like 5-0, and so... We were right there at the end. Probably should have had it. Just need to wrestle a little smarter at the end and uh, come away with the win. So we're really happy for Juan and where he's at for uh, for next week. Joy Morrison, Grand Island Wrestling Coach here on the Power 99 Wrestling Rally. Let's talk about your three district champions. You've got Blake, then you got your heavyweight Ethan, and then Dalen has to go to sudden victory in the district final, which could make a huge difference in Omaha. Yeah, definitely. You know, Blake's wrestled solid all year at 113. He's ready to roll. Um, you know, every match counts, and so the big thing now is just take them one at a time, handling your sleep, handling your preparation, your nutrition, you know, the things outside the wrestling room, and then having good practice sessions. And, um, again, that's I think what we saw this last weekend was just a result of that with, with Blake and Dalen and Ethan in particular. You know, so Blake's uh, sitting as a one seed and, and looking, looking pretty strong there. Dalen wrestled an outstanding tournament in the semifinals. He wrestled Lincoln East kid who had beaten him before. Came away with a victory this time. And, uh, and then in the finals, he wrestled the Gretna wrestler who's been ranked, I think, third or something the whole year and, and, and has had a phenomenal season himself. And, you know, Dalen just continues to battle. And he's a guy that he'll fight for every single point. And that's what you have to do at districts. That's what you have to do at the high-level matches. Every single point matters. Dalen always does that. And this time he he uh, came out with a win, which was nice to see in uh, overtime. And then Ethan's just been really dominant this year. Had a couple of losses, but... um He's looking really, really strong going in the state tournament. Had a nice cradle in the uh, state fi- or in the district finals uh, to put that one away, and we're just really happy for him. Let's take another step here, Joey. Uh, as you said, you're still very young. It's not like a lot of the Islanders right now are highly rated, and you had a lot of those uh, third and fourth place matches yesterday. You have some kids that are in it second and third. You're going to find out a lot about how far these kids can go in the very first round in the quarterfinals. So even though you're taking 12, the, the thought is you probably won't be in contention for a state title down there, but yet you've got a lot of those kids that could be coming back and wrestling Saturday for for medals, so how do you how do you on one hand say we can't tell that to our guys because we all want them to be there in the semifinals and have a chance, but yet we got a lot of guys that if they do get beat, I know that they can come back through and, and win a couple more matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think that you know you, when you're climbing the ladder, when you're a young guy and you're trying to you know get to the top, um, you know and you, you know you have to have those breakout performance. You have to have that performance where you beat the guy that's beating you or beat beat a couple guys that are ranked or in the top in the state and. We've got a few guys that have done that. We've got some guys that are still chasing those kind of breakout wins. And, you know, sometimes those wins happen in the state championships. You know, I think guys like Cale Kingery and Colby Lucas-Savage and, you know, um, the list goes on forever. Brody Aarons, they're all right there. 
you know, and it wouldn't surprise me if at State they, they have those breakout performances and they surprise some people. Um, it's just a matter of time, basically. They're, what they're doing is right, how they're doing things is right. It's just a matter of time before it's their time, you know, and it might be this, this year, it might be next year, I don't know. We've got a great team coming back again. We've got a youth program that's, that's really strong now. And so we're just a lot of good things happening for the Islanders and, and in Grand Island in general. And so um, we're just excited for the boys that they get to kind of share this together. And hopefully they, you know, they bring it on Saturday and, and, um, and come, away, come away with some hardware. Last minute here with Islander coach Joey Morrison. I know sometimes it's hard to pinpoint one or two, but out of all those kids, sometimes you get a tough semifinal draw and that third place is really a second. And then you get a kid like Oscar Richter. Man, in the 182, Mothersbaugh had been injured most of the year. This is a 3-2, and Richter could set himself up for being right there. Is there one or two kids that didn't win the district that you like their draw that you think can uh, really go get a high medal? Yeah, definitely. Oscar's certainly one of those. I think Juan Pedro is one of those. Obviously, the three district champions are sitting nicely for medals and, and finalist appearances, honestly. Um, you know, State's a crazy tournament. And, you know, it's just like sometimes you get guys that you think are for sure going to get there and they think, you know, or they look on paper like, oh, they got it easy and then they don't make it. And they got another guy that, man, he's never beat this guy. He's lost to him four times and then he beats him the fifth time at State. So it's, it's hard to predict. And what I just told our boys is, too hung up on the bracket. Don't get too hung up on your, on your, your matchups. You know where the matches are, just perform. And um, brackets have a funny way of working out how they're meant to in the end. And um, you know, as long as you're in control of your performance and you perform at a high level, leave it all out there. That's what matters. But yeah, I think we've got a lot of guys. And Colby Lucas-Savage, he's a three seed. He could get a medal. Um, you know, Kale Kinger, he's right there. He's got a – Tyler Salpas has got a, a great look at his bracket. I mean, but again – you can have the best draw. If you don't have the performance, there's, it doesn't matter. So we're just going to keep focusing on those performances, working on our training sessions in practice, and make some noise uh, come Thursday. All right, Joey, we'll see the Islanders in Omaha. Great job yesterday, and uh, let's take it to the next level of this week. Thanks for the time on the Wrestling Rally. Oh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Joey Morrison, head coach of uh, Class A Power in Grand Island. They've been in the top ten and have a very good performance yesterday in the uh, A4 at Kearney as they were the runner-up to Lincoln East. And Kearney High finished in third. They qualify 12. We'll be talking with Ty Swarm of Kearney High a little bit later on. Also, Brian Lauchs of Hastings. Gibbon, Axtell, Wood River, Pleasanton, uh, South Central has got a few kids that are going out of the Sandy Creek area. But right now, kind of a cool deal that Ravenna, who has always been with us on the wrestling route, and the cool deal is... We've got some kids going. Uh, Brett Mahler has taken over the program for Dom Reichs, and, of course, we like to give Dom a little uh, headache once in a while. He says, well, it's about time you retired. You're 106. But uh, uh, the season, actually, Brett, and we got a chance to see you get the conference runner-up, so we talked with you over there. But uh, for, for the first season, you've got to be pretty pleased with how things are going with Jay's wrestling. Yeah, I'm extremely pumped. We have came so far since wrestling camp this summer. I looked at our records last year and i took out dual forfeits because i don't really count those a part of the record we only returned two winning records and looks like we're going to end the season with 10 winning records this year so it's been a huge improvement not only from the top top kids in the lineup but as well as some of the ones that are the younger freshmen and sophomores ravenna finished fifth at the c3 over to aquinas aquinas arlington pierce milford and then ravenna and they qualified five did you do about as good as you thought you would do yesterday. Uh, how did you feel about the district performance qualifying five? You know, I got asked earlier this week how many I thought we'd send, and I said five to zero. I thought if 
we showed up. I thought we could send five, and we were going to have to win a lot of tough, close matches. And I thought if we didn't show up, uh, we wouldn't send anybody because there wasn't a, a gimme bracket in the lineup. Um, I thought we, we lost one that I was kind of expecting, but I also got a nice little surprise from my 52-pounder, which was awesome to see. As you look at uh, the season from, as you said, where you were in wrestling camp to starting at home with the Ravenna invite and all the pomp and circumstances that, that went on that night, and it's always a tough match to where we saw you at conference to what you've done since, since conference, where, where were some of those specific improvements that you uh, needed to see that you were talking about? We had a lot of really young experience on the mat. We weren't sure what to do, and we had a lead. We weren't sure how to finish matches. We struggled closing matches. We struggled just staying in good position all the time and wrestling all three periods. And so just actually learning how to wrestle, and I guess not necessarily developing as a stronger kid, but I guess more as wrestling smarts. It wasn't so much the technique. We had to get better technique-wise, but just learning how to wrestle an actual match and finish a match because we were struggling. We would blow so many leads early in the year just because we wouldn't know how to stay out of tie-ups or stay, keep our head up on the bottom. So huge improvements all the way from the beginning of the season till the end. Brett Mahler is the Ravenna wrestling coach. You do take five. Uh, give us a little synopsis of the five that you're taking. You brought a couple of the seniors with you that uh, were district runner-up, but let's hear about all of them. Um, I brought the two seniors today, Jaden Treffer. He was runner-up at 132, um, and Alex Chapa, who was runner-up at 170. And I'm really pumped that my three that also got in are underclassmen. I got two sophomores, Quentin Ackley at 126, and Jesse Drahota, a sophomore at 145, and then Tyler Wetzel at 152, who is a junior. So I will return those three next year. So it'll be something nice to build on. And it's great for them to get down there and get some state experience. As a young coach with a young team, uh, have you come up with wisdom that you want to tell these guys that are going down there for the first time? You know, you just got Coach Max. I wrestled at Sergeant Burwell, and I still, I'm everything I'm going to say this week is everything that Coach Max from Burwell always told me. And he goes, one, you got to remember to breathe. Because when you get down there, it's you look up and you see the crowd, you see the atmosphere, and you just got to think of it as you're in the wrestling room and you just got to remember to breathe. And two, wrestle like your back's against the wall. Because ultimately, if you go out there to wrestle to win, you'll have a chance. But if you go out there to wrestle to keep it close, somebody's going to be hungrier than you and you're not going to be able to perform your best. What, are the, what about these two guys here uh, as seniors? What do you want to, what are you expecting to see from them? Um, they're both returning state qualifiers. Jaden's been there twice. Alex's been there once. Um, and after looking at the draws, they went about as good as I could have hoped for them. And to be honest with you, I'm expecting nothing but medals from these two. I really like, I really like both the first round matchups. We got a common over a Wakefield Lopez from Wakefield, and we've got a head to head win already over Rasmussen from St. Paul. And then it's going to be a big quarterfinals matchup, um, probably versus. Jackson Valentine, if not, uh, Palmero from Mitchell at 132, which we have beat Palmero. And then more than likely, um, I think probably the toughest first-round draw is Moore and Smith from Minden, both two highly touted kids. So whoever we get there would be a great quarterfinal matchup. And, you know, win or lose, we just – well, I like our back draws. I like the semifinals draws. Even if we lose, we just got to wrestle. It does, you can p- pencil and paper it out as much as you want, but nobody's going to get it perfect. That's exactly right. Well, uh, Brett, congratulations on what you're doing with the J program. We'll keep her moving in the right direction. 
All right, thank you very much. Let's talk with your wrestlers here. Jaden Treffer is the 132-pounder. As we said, he gets Lopez uh, tomorrow or sat, uh, Thursday in his first-round match. But, uh, Jaden, uh, how's it feel about uh, getting back to Omaha? It's pretty good. It's awesome down there. Coach was talking about how hard uh, the district was. Uh, how hard did you think your bracket was just at the districts? Uh, it was pretty hard. I had to, actually had to win some matches to make it down there. Talk a little bit about uh, the final that you had yesterday, your district final. Uh, my finals was tough. Uh, kid from, uh, I can't remember, but he's very tough on top and likes to ride the wing. What is different about the feeling as you, you get ready for state this year? I'm more in it for I want to get a medal. It's not just I'm going down there. I want to get a medal. Coach talked about how young the whole team was. Uh, were you guys kind of leaders of this team in helping get them where they are today? Yeah, I'd say so. What were some of the things that you uh, helped the younger guys with, or maybe that they helped you with, but specifically uh, what, what were some of the things that uh, you helped the younger guys with to make this team better and to get a lot more guys to Omaha? Pushing them in practice and just cheering them on, telling them what they're doing wrong, just helping them out. Tell me a little something about Chapa over here. He was kind of the fun guy to watch last year. Came out of nowhere at conference, and the next thing you know, that's kind of what springboarded him, and he's expected to win a whole lot more. But uh, what's something about the Chop man that we don't know? Uh, I don't know. He's, he's pretty surprising uh, how he's going up against those big guys and he's beating them. It's pretty, pretty incredible. Jaden did the smart thing. He knew that Chop was going to talk <laughs> next, so he didn't want to say anything too bad. So. Jaden, thanks for coming over to the wrestling rally today. Good luck in Omaha. Thank you. Alex Chapa, we have seen him. And, and tell me if I'm wrong, Chop. Was it last year, conference tournament, that things really changed for you as a wrestler? Yeah, it really did change a lot. It really kind of set my standards higher, and it boosted my confidence up a lot. Talk about the year here for Ravenna, as, as Coach said. One qualifier. Last year, you guys, but one qualifier, one qualifier. It's been a while since... Ravenna had it really been competitive in in the team standings, and you were telling me before we came on how cool it was to have a bunch of people cheering for you at districts. You know, well, like Coach said, you know the teams come a really long way. You know, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, there was no not an improvement throughout the year. You know, and like he said, we're a really young team, really young, and them younger guys, you know, they need a lot more experience, a little more mat time, and getting in and. You know, learning what they're doing wrong, you know, and that's that's just the thing about wrestling is, you know, you got to spend the time to be good. And, you know, Coach Moeller really had us at high expectations this year. It wasn't, you know, he was more pushing towards grades and, you know, keeping each other accountable for one another, you know. And, you know, that's the one thing that's going to make them better leaders is, you know, knowing that we're here to push them you know, knowing it's our last year, you know, and maybe having some of them step up for next year as leaders. Alex Chapa's with us. He's the 170-pounder uh, for Ravenna. We're actually, he's 22-2, and two, so it wasn't a full season for you as far as that goes, but uh, you were able to come through here on the second half of the year and, and do what you wanted to do. What's your message to these three other teammates of yours that are going to Omaha as youngsters? You know, for your first year, it's, it's pretty uh, overwhelming, you know, going down there in the crowd and the different atmosphere from district to Omaha, you know, it's it's a real big difference. And, you know, you just the first match is pretty nerve wracking. You know, your nerves are going all over the wall and, you know, it, you got all these mats going on, all these whistles and people yelling and screaming, you know, and you just got to go in there and wrestle smart, you know, and be 
be alert for everything that's going to be happening. You know, you can't wrestle, like you said, coach can't wrestle with your back against the wall because someone's out there that wants a medal before you do. You do have a conference opponent in the very first round. As we know, you've wrestled Tyson Rasmussen. He's got a good record. Tell me a little bit about uh, your opponent. Um, he's a really good wrestler. He's a junior, I think, this year. And, you know, he's. it was a pretty tough match for my Bur- at Burwell. We, I'd seen him at Burwell Invite and... You know, it was one of it was my second meet back this year, and you know, it, it wasn't I wasn't expecting it as tough as it was, and you know, it's it's going to be a good first match going down to Omaha, so and I'm hoping to come on top on that one. There's a lot of good 170 pounders. I mean, you know, you might have to face Lathan Duda. I mean, you got to be careful. These Duda wrestlers, they're just crazy up there at Broken Bow. You got to be careful with that. But I mean, you've got a lot of good kids here at 170, and you're one of them. So, uh, what in your mind is what you want to do overall this week? You know, I would like to make it to Saturday night. That would be a really good goal for me. But then again, you know, I really don't have much to lose like these other guys do. You know, I'm a typical wrestler, you know. So just being really confident and being smart back to going, you know, wrestling my – wrestle how I how I want to wrestle, you know, and do what I need to do to get ready for Saturday. Well, if if it does happen – and you do have to match up with this Broken Bow Duda kid. I'll help you with some of your smack talk pre-match, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Chop a good job, man. These are the Ravenna Blue Jays. And, uh, Coach Muller, before we let you get out of here, uh, again, uh, the, the culture has always been there. The sports has been uh, so good at Ravenna. There was a two- or three-year dip there just where there weren't as many guys. Uh, what do you think now as you get ready for, to end year one and start year two? Uh, the big thing is I – Wanted to come in here and try and change the school culture um, anymore. There's a lot of uh, non-participation in high school athletics. And growing up in the Sergeant Burwell area, athletics were a big part where we had a lot of four-sport athletes. And we really pushed wrestling hard both in the Sergeant and Burwell schools, which ultimately correlated with us winning a state football championship, Burwell winning a state football championship, having numerous runner-up finishes. So just to see what wrestling can do for a whole school system and the football aspect, we're a state runner-up in track. It just makes overall athletes. And so I'm just trying to recruit as many junior high kids and hopefully having a bunch of success in the high school wrestling can kind of recruit a couple junior high kids that are maybe on the line or a couple elementary kids and try and get as many kids in the room because the more kids in the room, you got all the potential and then eventually you can get kids that will make each other better, and iron always sharpens iron. So, All right, buddy. Uh, keep up the good work, and good luck to you guys this week. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. They've always been a part of the wrestling rally, the Ravenna Blue Jays, and we will look forward to uh, seeing them down in Omaha. When we come back, Darren Waddington, Wood River, and we'll get into uh, Carney Catholic and along with Carney High and Hastings here on the Power 99 Wrestling Rally. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. Town & Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town & Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Well, you know how it is. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work.
Five Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care, Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. Well, you know how it is when it's cold and flu season and every team has had to deal with that. And we talked with Coach Darren Waddington of Wood River right before the Lou Platt Conference Tournament, which they hosted. And uh, he was battling it then. And uh, still, as you'll hear him say here in just a few seconds, coming off a, a district a weekend, a lot of coaches have to medicate that voice a little bit. But, Coach, uh, the kids went up to Albion and the C2 at Boone Central and had a really good uh, weekend for you. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it um, it was a fun, fun weekend for us. We, um, we we felt like we had a great week of practice and and kids were in a great spot, ready to compete. And um, we just even the kids that didn't make it just really wrestled lights out. We I couldn't have been happier as a coach or our coaching staff really because we had some guys we had some guys that losing records or haven't been wrestling very long and they were in the hall, you know, two or three of them in the heartbreak round. Um, wrestle that deep into a tournament like that's just really impressive. David City, of course, won the tournament. Logan View second. Wood River was third with 127 points. They're going to have a freshman co- a district champion. Of course, Evan Waddington uh, coming off the state championship last year and senior season. Let's just start there, Darren. I mean, uh, your son is going to be going through his final state tournament and what a run he had last year. And this bracket's not necessarily going to be that easy uh, this year either for uh, Evan. And uh, he's bounced back well from the only loss that he had all year. Uh, I'm sure there's about five different questions I threw at you there but he's your son he had a big win last year and he's going to go in and try and get in the parade yet again yeah yeah that's um that's the plan um yeah no this this bracket honestly probably a little tougher than last year as far as uh overall quality and depth goes um you know just looking at the bracket on paper we're gonna have to go you know first round with shires and carney catholic no slouch i mean we've wrestled him several times but a good quality quality kid and then um second round we get a kid from Milford who's I believe ranked fourth um state medalist and then semifinals match will be um more than likely a kid who's ranked third. Um and then of course in the finals probably more than likely a kid who's ranked second. So I mean to win a title he's gonna have to go through the two, three and the four. <laughs> so there won't be any arguing when it's all said and done there there's no gonna, gonna be no arguing who's best. What's sure. what's up for Evan after this weekend is over? What's next for him? Uh, I'll take a couple of weeks off. Um probably up in the beginning of March or so and then uh he'll start right away training freestyle and Greco. Um get ready for competition and that, start training already for uh Fargo and, you know, over the summer. There's a couple of um, other, you know, world team trials, stuff like that, that that we'll um, probably train for too. So it, there's no, not a whole lot of rest to, to, you know, to stay in this big shape for sure. Well, your other district champ, uh, and we're talking with Darren Waddington, head coach at Wood River, is the freshman Dylan Anchetta, forty-three and three. Talk about this dynamic freshman. Uh, he, Dylan's just a great kid. Um, he, you know, he had an older brother that wrestled for me back. Actually, was on our state championship team in 2011, and uh, and Dustin was kind of the, the paved the way for him, pioneer, so to speak. Um, 
he had been a basketball player his whole life and converted over to wrestling. And and uh, his passion, really, Dustin's passion for wrestling is what brought Dylan to the sport. Um, he right away, he, he didn't really match or meet his goals that he had. And I knew, you know, it, it crushed him. I'll, I'll never forget it. It crushed him. Um, hard-working kid. Holy moly, was he a hard worker. But anyway... Um, right away he got on his dad and said, you will be taking my brother to all these tournaments. <laughs> and so, so Dylan has his brother to thank for, um, and what a great family. I mean, mom and dad are just so supportive and, um, yeah, he's a student of the sport. He's been all over kind of like my boys when they're younger and, and, uh, really knows, really knows the sport and, um, you know, his putting in that time is paying off for him. So it's exciting to see. He's going to have a chance to do something big, too. Tell me a little bit, because as I look at the bracket, and I know coaches always do the one step at a time, because there's Valentine or Aquinas in the second round, and there's no slouch there. But there's a potential that your young man could get to the finals, and if he does that, two of the three guys he sees could be conference opponents. How much better is it when you're familiar, or are you one of those guys that don't like to wrestle somebody three, four times? Um, you know, I, it, it depends on the kid. <laughs> some, some I don't care about wrestling three, four times and some I don't want to see him again. Um, I, you know, with Dylan, I feel like we're, we're in good shape either way. He, um, he's real analytical and does a good job of listening and really on his own does a good job of, you know, if he, if he, if he did falter or didn't do so well against an opponent, um, he does a really good job of remembering, you know, what he messed up on or what he needs to change. So I don't think it'll matter if we wrestle somebody um, again. I, I would expect the same result with him. He's pretty consistent. But yeah, it's a long road there, one match at a time. Um, our quarters match, our match just to get him a medal is uh, is going to be a tough one. So, um, But I, I believe he's up for the task for sure. Carson and Camden Thomas Thompson were both uh, runners up. Uh, you had some really big time matchups there in the finals for for both of those guys. Uh, tell me about uh, the rest of your team. Your two seconds, and then you've got a third and a fourth. Well, Carson and Camden, they're again. They just they come from a great family, super supportive parents, and a, and his brother was also part of some of my you know my past teams too. So um, just longtime wrestling families. They get it. They 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 take their kids wherever uh, and support them at all times, and so that's that's why they're successful. They just have great family behind them. Um, fun fun kids to coach. They yeah they had some some tough matches there in the finals, but they really both you know, maybe it doesn't look so on paper, um, but they both really wrestled well uh, even in their losses in the finals. And neither one of them was guaranteed to make the finals. I mean they were. Their brackets were pretty tough, so they were. I felt like they wrestled really well and and uh, set themselves up pretty good. Carson, um, I, I I like his draw. Um, I, if he wrestles up to his potential, I I would not be shocked to see him wrestling. You know, Friday night at semis and um, Camden set himself up really nice. I feel like too. He's definitely a good winnable match first round and. You know, arguably the the next one could be the best kid in the bracket, state state champ or state runner up. I can't remember what Imus was, but 
Um, I like our matchup style-wise there. And so I, I can, it wouldn't shock me to see him do the same thing. Um, now the other guys, uh, Omar, my 120-pounder, you know, he's just, uh, he, he's like a third-year wrestler. Just, it's a big thing just to get him down there, you know, as a sophomore. Um, I believe he's got a winnable first-round match, uh, truthfully. He, um, a lot of people don't know him because he just, he, you know, he's not on the youth circuit or, um, the thing about him is most kids aren't ready to wrestle a kid like him. He, uh, he doesn't, he's a cross country runner. Um, and so he's got an endless motor and, uh, that's, that's what, you know, the match he had to win to go was a returning state medalist from Logan view. And that kid was nowhere near ready to wrestle somebody like Omar. Omar was in his face for six minutes and, and, and he just broke the kid. The kid didn't know what to do. And then uh, Colin, our 182-pounder, um, what a success story. Um, never wrestled a day in his life. Transferred in or moved in um, over the summer and uh, played football. Nice kid, super nice kid. And uh, so we talked to him after football, um, asked him if he played basketball or wrestled, and he said neither. And we said, oh, okay, so we'll see you on the wrestling mat then. <laughs> and, uh, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, yeah, you are. You know, we just kept hounding him and, and got him to come out. Well, then we were super excited because the first week out, he goes in places at the Ravenna Invite, you know, never wrestled. That that was a big deal. And then, then all of a sudden he turns around and he, just, he keeps doing it, keeps placing like holy moly, and then you know, here you go. He qualifies for the state tournament. Um, his reward isn't so good. He has to wrestle Rhymer's first round, but um, <laughs> it's a huge deal getting him there. It's just fun to see a kid like that blossom and and listen to you and take your word for it and just reap the rewards, you know. Yeah, Colin was right there in the semis. Just got clipped three to two, so he had a really, yeah. really good district. And uh, Wood River did as well, finishing third up at the C two at uh, Boone Central, qualifying six kids to make it to Omaha. And uh, Coach Waddington has always been a part of our wrestling rally here on Power ninety nine. So, Coach, heal that voice up uh, and get ready for what should be an exciting week down in Omaha. I'll do my best. Thank you, guys. You bet, Darren Waddington, head coach at Wood River. More on the Power ninety nine wrestling rally next. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space, see kappagrains.com. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports. Doug Duda with you as we continue on with the 21st Annual Power 99 Wrestling Rally. Carney Catholic and Carney High coming up next. Let's continue with our Class C. We're going to talk with Gibbons' Jim Anderson here in just a, another moment here as they get a couple of brothers that are going down there that uh, have a chance. And then we'll move in to Carney Catholic and back over to Carney High as uh, we continue on with the Power 99 
Wrestling Rally. Power 99 Wrestling Rally continuing with our friends from Gibbon. The Buffaloes, not a full roster this year. About seven kids go over to districts to qualify for state. Uh, it'll be easy to remember because they have the same last name. Jim Anderson joins us here, the head coach of the Buffaloes. They were at the C2 district that was up at Boone Central with David City and Logan View and Wood River. And Coach, uh, thanks for the time here uh, as we were discussing and as we knew all throughout the season and saw you over at the conference tournament. You got some young kids that can win some matches, but to go against state-rated wrestlers at some of those heavier weights sometimes can pose a problem. Yeah, that's uh, you know that's kind of what we ran up against all year. Uh, last couple of years, you know, we've had some real good, strong graduating classes, and this year we're just uh, don't have a single senior on the team and only one junior and everybody else freshmen and sophomores in there. Uh, most of them wrestling, you know, in those middle weights where uh, they're going to, like you said, they could win a couple, but when they got down to it with some of those uh, older, more mature seniors, it was tough on them. So, uh, you know, they're going to be good in the future, but we are just need a little seasoning. Well, and uh, the two that have made it on to state are Daniel and Jose Escondon. Uh, you've got a couple of young men here that uh, finished third for you yesterday, but I want to start with uh, Daniel. I mean, he's got a great record, and he gave Lee Carlson all he wanted out of Sutton in the semifinals. Tell me about that match specifically. Well, you know, yes, he did. And the way Daniel's wrestling right now, I'd have a really tough time betting against him in anything. Uh, he... You know, actually, he out-wrestled Carlson. Uh, you know, maybe the score, 4-3, it ended up, uh, didn't show that. But uh, he was, uh, and he was on top of his game in a fun, fun match. You know, I think going into that, Carlson, I believe, because he, he was 43-0, and uh, really a good match. And then uh, Carlson pinned his... God, I can't remember who that was, but pinned his uh, opponent in the finals in the first period. Uh, him and Daniel there in the, the semis went down to the wire. But, uh, you know, that was a lot of fun. And then Daniel got a, a, a pin there in, in his uh, uh, match for his consolation, consolation match. So, uh, yeah, they uh, that was a good one. Uh, that was weight was extremely tough and I may have this not quite right but I think the number three or the number one, the number three and the number five ranked kid in the state were all uh, were all there and and uh, so that was a really tough weight and, uh, you know we feel fortunate to get Daniel through but uh, he could make some noise without a doubt down there at state. And then a big win for Jose in the uh, consolation final there where he goes sudden victory and gets a third seed instead of a fourth seed. Yeah, you know, and, and I told Jose before the, the match, you know, well, we, you know, we know you're there, but do yourself a favor here uh, and and win this one, you know, and it'll help you out a little bit next week. And uh, that was uh, that was another one. Those two boys are going to kill this old man. Um, <laughs> it... Uh, but uh, it went down to it went down sudden victory. Jose gave up one with eight seconds left that tied it. And, uh, but then he he came through and uh, he's got a, a another freshman his first round that uh, 
John Broderick, and I don't remember where he is from, but uh, so you know that's I kind of tell these boys, let's just look at the first one. That's uh, you know I've been in the where sometimes somebody's been overlooked and it comes back to bite you. So just one at a time, and uh, you know go from there. And, and yeah, as you look at that now, obviously at 106, if he gets past Broderick, he's looking probably at the undefeated wrestler from Milford. On the other side, as you said, for Daniel, uh, there's nothing easy, but uh, the way he's wrestling, he's got a chance to be wrestling on Friday night. Yes, he uh, he definitely does. Uh, the bracket set up real well for for uh, Daniel. I mean, the way I look at it, uh, and then you know that's just it, though as. As you know, some funny things happen down there, and uh, you know, I seems like every year I have my bracket filled out, and uh, never is right. But uh, <laughs> that's uh, you know, we kind of try to go one at a time and go to the next match. But yeah, looking at it, Daniel really does set up pretty well. It looked like. Well, as we said, this is a young team with more kids uh, coming out uh, hopefully in the next couple of years for you. So uh, a base to start with, and always good to see some Buffaloes down at the state meet. Jimmy, uh, we hope the Eskandon boys can uh, get the job done. Yeah, well, thank you very much, Doug. And, and uh, you know, exciting time. Wish everybody the best of luck down there. And uh, uh, thanks for all you do for wrestling also. You bet, Jim. Thanks for uh, doing what you're doing at Gibbon and giving us some time on the wrestling alley. We'll see you in Omaha. Okay, thank you. Jim Anderson, the head coach of the uh, Gibbon Buffaloes and kind of continuing on with what's going on in uh, Class C, Kearney Catholic Stars and Coach Matt Rogers. They uh, were up at uh, the incredibly tough uh, district in uh, Broken Bow, uh, but were treated extremely well, I'm sure. And uh, he has uh, brought in uh, four wrestlers that have qualified for state. How are we doing, Coach? Hey, good, Doug. Yep, we were treated well, and it was a good tournament. Just uh, got through it, and now we're back here in Kearney. And uh, looking forward, I mean, you got, uh, you got some... You got some kin that are going to the state tournament. Yeah, I do. We have have some kin. They're all my sons, like my <laughs> sons, I guess. Uh, full of full of wisdom, and they're ready to ready to go. I think for state. What about the performance for the stars? Uh, you kind of didn't have a full team this year. We're kind of jammed no. up in some of the weight classes. Uh, as as you got into districts, what did you think about the team you took up there and the way it played out? Uh, I liked liked the guys that we took up. Obviously. Um, we, I think we wanted to win a few more matches than what we did. Uh, had chances to win a couple more, at least. And uh, but at the same time, it is a tough match, uh, tough tough matches. And we we just lost a couple positions here and there. Uh, we thought really thought Jackson Dakey had a great shot of making it, and uh, he fell one point short there in that last round. Um, but and, and then we had a couple other matches that I think we had a chance to win, but we didn't. And so. Um, here we are. We've got these four guys ready to compete, and I know that they're going to go out, go out and do a great job. Matt Feldner kind of leads the way because he was a returning medalist for you last year. Yeah, yeah. He's a third placer from last year coming back, so he kind of knows, knows the ins and outs. He made it to the semifinals last year, and so he's got that experience under his belt. Um, wrestling good. Uh, just dropped a close one yesterday. Again, same thing. Lost a position here or there, and that was, that was all it took. And um, hopefully, if we can turn around and get those positions won uh, this weekend, we'll come out on top. So, I always find it interesting if you qualify kind of four to six, you're in that tweener. If you're if you're in a one or two, you're hoping to go win a couple of matches, unless you yeah. got some some star that uh, has is rated. If you got more than that, 
your top five, maybe trying to be in the top three or, or a state title. When you have uh, the four here, what's kind of the goal of what you want to see from the Stars? Um, I just want to see us uh, going out and competing at the level that, that we're capable of. Um, if we do that, I think we're going to come away with several medals. Um, but at the same time, these brackets are tough enough that if we don't do that, we, we could come home with, with uh, not much, too. So, um, But they've all competed at high level. Chris is the only one that hasn't competed at the state tournament, but he's been around the block a little bit, and he's wrestling well now. Um, and Zach and Lane have you know, been down there every year. They've been in high school, so uh, we've got a lot, of, a lot of good experience. So we're going to go see what we can get done. Which one of these guys should I talk to first? I think the new guy... Uh, Oh, you're going to throw him under the bellus? Christopher Feldner, and he'll probably have... (laughs) Okay. That way we'll know how much time the rest of the guys have. Is that the way that works? Yeah. Chris was the runner-up at 132 pounds yesterday to uh, undefeated Gage Krolikowski of Valentine. So uh, still it was a a good meet for you. And, uh, Chris, congratulations on qualifying for state. Yeah, thanks. What what did you learn from these three dudes over here? They've been there. They've done this before. Uh, They had any advice for you so far? I haven't heard anything yet. (laughs) <laughs> well, well, then take me through the districts a little bit here. Uh, what was your expectation uh, when you saw that there's an undefeated number one guy in your bracket and this is a tough district and maybe the toughest district in a tough weight class? Uh, what were you expecting out of yourself? Well, I was hoping I could go in and wrestle my best. I knew I could get to the semis and then I'd wrestle powers. Uh, I didn't expect him to be hurt. I was going to go in and try to see if I could beat him. And earlier in the year, I uh, lost to Gage. So I knew what was coming, but he still came at me hard. What about, uh, I guess we were all kind of wondering what happened to the Powers kid from Broken Bow. Do you know what happened to the Powers kid from Broken Bow? Um, something with his elbow. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to have surgery on it. Yeah, he dislocated too, it. That's yeah. too bad. Too bad. So that kind of changes things up for you. So now you go down to the state meet, and uh, you're looking to make a little noise down there in the first time. Uh, so I asked this of a couple of the other guys. Excited, nervous, don't know yet. It's too. It's not Thursday. Uh, how do you, How do you think you're going to be feeling? Um, pretty nervous. It's a pretty big arena, but I'm hoping I can just do my best. It is that. It is a big arena. There's no doubt about it. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, the guys. Have you looked at your bracket? Uh, and it looks like I don't know that you would know any of these guys. The first two guys that you meet, or di- or, or have you seen them before? Uh. I think I saw uh, my first match. I saw him in the fall brawl. I don't really remember that match well. And then I know about the third match, the third C. Uh, yeah, it was the third tournament of this season. I saw Cameron and I lost to him. But that's all I know. All right. Well, good luck down there. Thanks for coming in today. Mm-hmm. Lane Shires is up next. Uh, let's just get it out of the way. Let's just get it out of the way. Oh yeah. You, you pick up. You, you you click on your. Were you on your phone or on the computer last night? iPad. What were you looking at? I was just looking out? on Twitter just to see when the brackets came out and just looked at my draw and everybody else's draw on my team. But did somebody already get a hold of you, or did you see it for the first time yourself? Oh no, I just saw it pop up. But Evan Waddington is who you draw back in the day. Some old conference foes, but uh, you guys have seen and. Uh, uh, we just heard from his dad, the coach over there. So, And then I thought, okay, that's the worst draw you could possibly get. You get the defending state champion. And then I look and I go, hmm, Kirsten's 35-2. and two. 
uh, McGinley from Valentine, who obviously uh, you're not going to see right away because of the same district. Yeah. Smeedra from Norfolk Catholic. So all these guys are pretty darn good. How do you, when you saw that, what was your first thought? Um, well, I wrestled Evan a couple of times, and I mean, I haven't really figured out how to get past them, but I just have nothing to lose, I guess. I lost him three times already, so I'm just going to let it fly there. So, As a junior, uh, you've had a chance to be down there. What have you learned about uh, wrestling at the state tournament? Um, well, there's definitely a lot of nerves. It's just a big environment, a lot of yelling and screaming. So just try to block all that out and just wrestle your match. What, uh, what, where's been the biggest improvement for you uh, over this last year? Um, probably on my feet. I'm just working takedowns, putting the pressure on them mostly, and just not worrying about getting tired, trying to just go hard in the first period and just see how it goes. Is uh, Zach going to give me any good answers here when I talk to him? Uh, probably some short ones. <laughs> well, uh, Lane, good luck down there, man. All right, thank you. Zach Rogers uh, again joins us here. Uh, the Rogers-Rogers combination, the Feldner-Feldner combination. We've got all kinds. But, Zach, thanks for coming in. How are you? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing good. How you feeling? How's the health? I'm feeling good. That's what I've been concerned about for like four years here. It seems like this is the year yeah. for, for Zach Rogers. Is this the year for Zach Rogers? It is. And I, I want to say thank you for letting an Ord kid win yesterday. I mean, you had a heck of a district. And how close was it? How close was that semifinal match? Uh, it was pretty close, but it's not going to be next time. Oh, listen to that. I love it because it could happen. It could happen awful soon. Uh, they're, they're on the same side of the bracket with the uh, Cluthy of Ord. But uh, how do you think overall you wrestled uh, yesterday and, and throughout the district? I feel like I wrestled all right. You can always do better, I guess. And expect to do better sometimes but i did i did good enough this time i guess obviously growing up one of many when your dad's the coach or a wrestling family uh, now it's kind of be coming to an end uh, have you thought much about that this being your senior year um not not a whole lot but yeah not not a whole lot not a whole lot okay that's cool that's cool what about uh what you guys are expecting uh, down there not just yourself but uh, the rest of your team what you want to see uh, the stars get done here uh, I'm expecting to see a lot of matches won by us. Um, I think we wrestle one of the tougher schedules in the state, and I think that's going to really pay off. What was it like up there in Broken Bow? Um, it was a pretty tough tournament. Uh, I think it's probably one of the tougher districts there is, so I think we performed pretty well. What's the key at a smaller parochial Class C school growing up at Kearney Catholic, never really had a full 14 guys, don't have 26 guys in the room, but there's always been some success up there. Uh, what's, what's the key for this success to continue? Um, the key, I guess, would be we're always in really good condition and uh, we, we get good practice partners and we do the best with what we got. And if you could say one thing to Coach Kenny Luther, who's listening right now, what would it be? <laughs> Um, this is four years in a row. You haven't been here when I've been here, so that's all I've got to say. Oh, Zach says a lot. Says a lot more than Kenny. Zach, good luck, bud. Thank you. Well, uh, the returning medalist uh, for Carney Catholic bumping uh, at one ninety five, which is where he was last year. Matt Fellner and Matt Boy, uh, what a final uh, you guys had yesterday. Uh, we can start there, and then we'll talk about all the other good stuff. But uh, what about that final yesterday? Well, one, I was one eighty two last year, but um, the final. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah, the final. Um, I don't know. I think that I really did, like what Coach said, just lose a few positions that I really shouldn't have. <clears throat> and uh, 
just didn't really quite get the job done when I picked down. So, I don't know. You did make the decision, and you and, and Coach, uh, to kind of get back up to a 95 here uh, for, for this season, and that happened, they said, right before Christmas time. Uh, did it matter to you, and what, what was the difference? Uh, sometimes you're only moving six pounds. This is a little bit bigger difference when you're moving 13, 14 pounds. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a big difference uh, compared to 182 to 195. Um, definitely the biggest difference is, like, the amount of muscle, I guess, if you want to say that. Like, everyone here is a lot stronger than 182, and um, you can't just muscle around. You know, you got to do your technique and do what you got to do, like your actual moves. Well, 82 was a heck of a weight class, and so is 95. There's a lot of good guys here, including yourself. Uh, have you have you seen most of these guys, or are most of these guys going to be new? Um, I haven't checked the bracket for my, my bracket at 195 for state yet, but uh, well, it I'm says win, sure. and then it says win. And then it says win. So, I mean, it just says win by Felder like three times. We're only going to – well, I'm hoping it says that one at a time, but let's just, let's just look at the first one, you know, first, of course, and then we can move on later. All right, Matt, good, good idea, and uh, best of luck this week. Let's go get you down there in the parade, all right? All right, thank you. Matt Felder, Kearney Catholic Stars, uh, always with us here. We made a little run through Class C, and uh, Coach Rogers, uh, just make sure Luther gets in the van. Yep, I'm, he won't miss the trip. I'm I'm sure about that. So, looks like we're gonna have some fun with these four. Yeah, it's a good group, great group actually. Um, gonna miss Matt and Zach being along with us next year, but those other Yahoos in the room are pretty fun too. So, well, uh, we'll let you get on your way. Thanks for taking some time out on the Sunday, as always, to be on the rally. You bet. Appreciate. Appreciate your coverage and appreciate you having us in. You bet. Matt Rogers and Carney Catholic will see the stars and move on to Carney High when we come back on our Power 99 Wrestling Rally. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Big Rack Shack specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop in at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. In the market for some Galve, see Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Girls from Taubenheim Galve. Our 99 Wrestling Rally continues with another member of the Fort Kearney Conference that we saw yesterday at the D2 District over in Amherst. Justin Swedberg returning home to take over Axtell. They qualified three. They do have a district champion in Dustin Klingsport. And Coach, uh, let's just uh, start with uh, used to going over to Amherst uh, as competitor, as a coach now, and, and Axtell has been there a lot. What did you think about the district overall yesterday? Um, I definitely thought that it was a very competitive and tough district uh, when you get Amherst and some of those perennial powers, you've got Amherst and Windside and then, you know, Plainview is one of the top, if not the top team in the state as well, you know, with Pender and um, there's some really solid teams and some really solid competition there. So it's a little bit different, uh, you know, with the serpentine deal that they're doing now. Uh, Back when I wrestled, when it was always at Amherst, it was just done by your location. So, yeah, we've been going there for a long time, um, but it was it was a tough meet. So it was good to come out of there with three qualifiers. 
Justin, you're one of the guys that we talked to on the show today that's back in their first year. Obviously, you get the advantage of being much more familiar, but you had the good program up in Ord. You come back home. What would you say the status is right now of the Axtell Wrestling Program? Um, we're building right now, I would say. Uh, we have some some good young kids. You know, we have our three state qualifiers. All three of them are coming back next year. Um, I'm really excited for the future. I think we will. Uh, I think we'll have everybody that we only lose one senior, so I think we'll have everyone on our team return next year. Um, we should get at least three incoming freshmen and hopefully one other uh, guy that could have been wrestling for us this season. But um, you know, not quite at the, the level of where things were with Ord, but it's a process and. Uh, our kids are working really hard, and um, I've got great coaches and great people surrounding me, and I can definitely feel and see things going in the right direction. So, Well, obviously, you want to, A, qualify, and then when you get out of that heartbreak round, if you're not in the finals, you'd love to get third. Neither one of your guys were able to do that, but kind of ironically, when you look at Jacob Fox, he lost to the same kid. Uh, his two losses at the district were both to Caden Mersey of Pender, and both of them were by a score of 7 to nothing. So overall, what do you think of what Jacob did and, and his chances down in Omaha? I was extremely proud of we call him JJ. I was extremely proud of JJ and his efforts uh, to qualify. He was the sixth seed coming into the tournament, so uh, he wrestled ahead of his ahead of his seed and, you know, as a freshman, was able to, to qualify. And I think, you know, you said the Mersney kid, I think the top three there at that district, um, in our district, were, were extremely tough. Yeah, all rated. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all rated kids. And, you know, J.J. didn't get pinned. He battled as hard as he could, and all I told him and all I told all the other kids is going to go out there, wrestle with no fear, and lay it all out on the line. You won't have any regrets that, that you got it. You know, nobody's going to give it to you in the heartbreak round, so you got to go and take it. And his reaction, a bunch of our kids were pumped up, but his reaction and, you know, his dad and our fans' reaction um, was probably the biggest in J.J.'s match just because it was one of those that, we weren't supposed to win, and we did. So I was super proud of J.J. Then you take a look at Caleb Semp down there. In the heartbreak round, when you have to wrestle an Amherst wrestler in Amherst, there, there's a lot of juice in the gym at that. But uh, Caleb was able to get out of that heartbreak round, and then he had to take on a kid that got upset earlier uh, in the third-place match. Yeah, again, same situation. Um, the top, Again, the top three at that district were extremely tough. Again, you have the Baptista, I think he's number one in the state, and um, the Alma kid, like you said, upset the Meridian kid, but I think all three of them have been rated at some point in time. So um, it was a tough district, and we knew that we actually the match that we knew with Caleb that was going to be big was his quarterfinals match uh, against the, I think his name's Lucas Hammer from Plainview. And we were able to win that, and uh, and Caleb was able to do what he had to do to get to the state tournament. So this is his second year in a row. Uh, he's only a sophomore, qualifying at 182 pounds. So um, I was happy to see him go again.
And then your district champion, Dustin Klingsborn at 132. Uh, he comes through, gets the job done. On the other side, there'll be those, and we pointed it out yesterday, and, and again, there's two or three different rankings, but the ones we use, 132 was the only one that didn't have a rated wrestler in the final yesterday, so maybe Dustin isn't getting the love uh, with, with some of the other kids that are around the state. Your thoughts on where Dustin is with, uh, with his game? Well, I talked to Dustin about um, he's, he's qualified the past two years. He's a junior this year, and he told me um, the past two years he's gotten fourth the district. So we really talked about the importance of, first of all, making it to the district finals, and then, you know, the next step is winning the district finals. Uh, and I know, I know the kid that we beat in the district finals from North Central, he has been rated uh, throughout the year, and I know Dustin has been as well, and right now he's not. Um, but feel good about Dustin, where, where he's at. I feel pretty good about our, our seed and um, feel good about our opportunity to, to earn a state medal. So he's, that's, that's our goal, and um, we're going to do the best we can to go and get it this upcoming weekend. All right, uh, Justin, appreciate you giving us some time here on the Wrestling Rally and uh, look forward to seeing the uh, purple and white down there, the Axtell Wildcats, and uh, best of luck with these young men. Yep, thank you very much. Justin Swedberg, Axtell alum, and uh, now back as their head coach as we continue on with the Power 99 Wrestling Rally. We gave the uh, Carney Bearcats a little bit of a pass because they went up and uh, rooted on UNK and the Lopers uh, clinched the MIAA regular season title, a 29-12 over uh, Fort Hayes State, and Ty, again, uh, there, Ty Swarm's with us, and uh, nine of his wrestlers that have qualified for State are with us as well, but uh, that we sometimes talk about it the other way around, but it's important uh, for the high school to go support the college, and that bond has been there for a long, long time. Yeah, we have a special relationship here in Kearney, just through the wrestling community, and we're very fortunate to have not only the college, but we have a great kids program, and everybody just kind of helps each other out, and uh, it's pretty special. So it's been a full day. You had your wrestlers yesterday. You got UNK this afternoon. And then Jude was out there throwing some boobs earlier today, yeah, right? Yeah, he doesn't uh, want to talk too much about it. But he had a great <laughs> match there right before the UNK duel. The Matt Cats took on Amherst. It was a really fun event. Like 95% of the little kids talk until you get that. You put the headset on them. There's a few. There's a few that they don't have a problem with it. But uh, we'll get him on here someday. Yeah, yeah, we just got to keep working on him. All right, so... Let me just throw this out, uh, and and you take it from there. Third at the districts. Probably not what I was expecting to see, and I know that you wanted a team that could go compete with Lincoln East for a district title, and then on the other side, you're third. So are you, are you crushed? Are you just miss a couple of matches, I know, that didn't happen your way in the semis? What, what was the overall feeling? You know, we, we have great perspective coming off of that district yesterday i think we've been very fortunate to have a ton of success and we talked about that as a team yesterday and it didn't go our way but i think because the expectations are so high you know it it, it felt like a, a failure on our part but third at the district is is a good good thing for a lot of teams and uh it's just not something that we usually are used to and uh we, we hope that uh it kind of motivates us to rebound and have a great performance at the state tournament and we talked about it after the state duels about how tough the district is. You don't want to be a four, but anywhere else uh, you're probably going to be able to take care of your own business. And even if you are a four, uh, there's going to be a couple opportunities out there against uh, some of the other district champs. Yeah, and we know that our district was the toughest in, in 
the Class A districts, and that's going to make everybody else's state tournament a little more, more difficult. And so, you know, we've got 10 tough guys going down there. We're going to compete really well. Uh, so we're excited about what we have, and, and we can go down there and make some noise. So you see what Millard South, Columbus, and then firsthand Lincoln East and Grand Island all have. Uh, where do you think the Bearcats can, can go? Again, I'll say it again. Many people say this is a better dual team, and you've been right around third through fifth as far as a ranked tournament team. That would put you third through fifth with the way things played out here. But what do you think is realistic now? You know, I, I don't... I don't think anything's unrealistic for this group. Uh, we've went through a season and, and we've faced a lot of adversity and these guys battle for each other better than anyone we've had, um, over the years. And so from a perspective of, of what can we do at the st- state tournament, I think we can, we can wrestle with about any team that's there. Uh, I really, uh, I like this group and we've been in tough tournaments all throughout the year. Uh, these exact 10 guys were down at the Rocky Welton and we placed every one of them in the top eight. And so this isn't, uncharted waters for us we, we we're familiar with what this is going to be like all right well let's start talking to some of your good wrestlers here archer Heelan, a freshman uh, makes his way in and uh archer i have to ask you seems like every time i've watched and sometimes face to face sometimes just on track how many close matches have you had this year it's like you've wrestled 40 times and it seems like about a third of them are down to the wire yeah there's quite a few matches that get pretty close so are you getting better at the close matches? Uh, have you learned a few things uh, in the last minute of the third period or sudden victory or overtime? For me, it's just all about mindset. If my head's in it, I wrestle better. If it's not, I'm not going to wrestle good. So do you, do you take more advice from mom or dad? <laughs> um, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a safe, safe answer. It's a good, safe answer. Uh, tell me a little bit about... Uh, that 106 yesterday, I mean, we had the round robin, you and East and, and, and Grand Island. You guys have seen each other a ton of times. Uh, what, was, what was the difference yesterday? Um, I just didn't go out with too much confidence, and I just wasn't where I needed to be in my head. And it showed on the mat, but State just had to get my head right. So as a freshman, the first opportunity to go to State, you've qualified for State to uh, it's everybody's dream to get down there. So, uh, what are your feelings as you get ready to go down to Omaha? Oh, I'm super pumped. Just it'll be a great experience no matter what. All right, let's make it four years in a row. You can't do it if you're not a freshman, right? <laughs> yep. Congratulations, Archer. Thank you. Let's bring in uh, Riley Steele, 120 pounder uh, for Carney High. Uh, he finished third in the district yesterday. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Are you? Is it? Are you upset that you lost to Grand Island for the first time? A little bit. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, was there a little fire yesterday afterwards? Have we already had the team meeting? Yeah, we did, can, after the tournament. Can you share anything uh, that was said by either the coach or one of your leaders? Um, nothing really. <laughs> <laughs> nothing that you want to share. That's fine. That's cool. No problem. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, how, how your season has progressed here, where you've, uh, where you've improved since uh, last year. Um, I'm better on my feet now than I was last year and just moving through positions and getting my head right and as you get your head right to go to state here uh, it seems like in class A you guys see each other a lot more than say somebody in D where they're halfway three-fourths across the state even if you guys are wrestling somebody halfway across the state you've probably seen them uh, what do you know about the guys on in your bracket um I've pretty much wrestled all of them at least one time and so they're pretty, gonna be pretty close, but it'll be fun. 
confidence level is what right now? Pretty high. Good. All right. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Riley, thanks, man, for coming in. Good luck. You're welcome. Thanks. Move on to Gage Ferguson here at 126 pounds. Gage coming off a runner-up finish yesterday. And, uh, Gage, good to see you. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Tell me a little bit about uh, what uh, makes this guys with 120 and 126, and you got all these good guys in the midweights here. What's that practice room like uh, on day-to-day? You know, it's in, intense every day. We're always doing something real active. We're always getting to move around with different partners. And What have you learned maybe from one of your teammates, uh, and maybe who's helped you out the most as a teammate in the um, wrestling room? I've been wrestling Riley Steele a lot in practice, and he's been helping me improve and get better at bottom and all them positions. Is there anything specific uh, that you still know in your mind? Hey, as, as I get better, as I get older, this is what I'm still working on. Say, for instance, just this week in practice, what do you want to be working on? You know, just moving them around, shots, working on my shots. So, And uh, what's it mean? I mean, there's a lot of guys in the Carney wrestling room. How many, how many guys you got out right now? So there's 60 guys in the room. It, it's tough just to make varsity, Gage. Uh, what was it like just to qualify for the team? No, it was pretty exciting to know that I'm going to be able to go to districts and then qualify for state. So, Well, congratulations on a good run and the best of luck down in Omaha. Thank you. All right, who's going to slide in here next? Anybody? Oh, this guy. Oh, this guy. <laughs> Mumi, what's up, man? Not much. How you doing? Does it? You've been interviewed a lot. Nick's been interviewed a lot. You've become the face of the program. You've been all over the place. Uh, what have you learned from this uh, media standpoint on how to say the right thing but still say what you want to say? Uh, it just takes practice, just doing it over and over again, figuring out what sounds good, what doesn't sound good. And the difference, and I think I've asked you this a couple times, but I'll, I'll do it again, the difference when you get into your high school wrestling room when you've been all over the world. Uh, I mean, you just got to take it the same way as you know any other match or any other practice. As you get ready to go back down to the state tournament and and going down there as a as a senior, does it feel any different? Um, it's a little different, I guess. Uh, I was talking with Nick about this earlier. We're a lot less nervous than we were, I guess, not overthinking it too much. But I think it's a good thing. I look at Nick's bracket, and it just seems like there's a few more guys with better records. You've got maybe not as many guys with good <laughs> records. So I don't mean to say that, hey, this looks like it's going to be a lot easier for Philip Mooney to be in the Parade of Champions again. But uh, is there a guy or two in here that you look at overall that say, hey, uh, he, he's got some talent and, and I've seen him before. i got to be ready for this guy. Yeah, there's a, there's a few. Uh, I'd probably say there's three guys that are right about at the same level. and So just see how they shake out. But they're all pretty solid. Nothing special about them, but all solid wrestlers. When you haven't changed weights, what's been the toughest uh, match or two for you this year, in-state, out-of-state, uh, guy or two that uh, you can share with us? Uh, I've had a few close matches this year. The freshman from Millard South, he's just tricky to wrestle because he doesn't do much, but I think I figured him out the last time I wrestled him, and we'll see if I can do the same. Could be the potential final matchup, the freshman uh, Taylor out of Millard South, 50-3 and three so far on the season, so... We'll bug you more in Omaha, okay? Sounds good. Good, good luck. Thank Philip you. Philip Moomy joining us here as we talk to the Carney Bearcats. And uh, uh, Gage McBride, or we're just going to go to you. Uh, yeah, let's, let's go to Gage. You know? oh, you just, that's okay. It's not a test. It's, it's yeah, not a big deal. <laughs> Gage, what's it like being sandwiched between these two guys here, in, oh, in Moomy and James? It's awesome. I get to go with them every day. And, uh, <laughs> 
They're fun to wrestle. When you guys are doing all these dual tournaments and Coach Swarm is moving everybody around, you've been bumped here, here, there, there. Does that matter to you? I mean, it's like 10 seconds before you go on the mat. Am I going out? Am I not going out? What's yeah. that like? No, I, it doesn't really matter to me to wrestle the guy they put out there, but I, uh, I like being after Phillip because uh, I usually know it's going to be quick right before me. So. <laughs> what have you learned from these two guys? Um, there's always room for improvement. You can always get better. And uh, I know that I have a lot of room for improvement after them. What about, uh, what about your first-round opponent? Do we know this guy from Papio South? Um, I probably do. I don't remember him, but uh, <laughs> I have him first round, so I guess I'll remember when I walk out there. Well, all you got to do is get your hand raised. Yeah. You'll remember it then, right? Yeah. All right, Gage, good luck, man. Thanks Thank for the you. time. Now we'll swing in uh, Nick James here. Uh, he's, he's done okay during his Carney High career as well. Uh, what about it? Uh, part of it, you want to do what you're doing for yourself. Part of it is mentoring some of the younger guys. Uh, do, you, do you think about that when you're in the wrestling room, or does it just happen? Uh, it kind of just happens. Um, it's all just kind of part of the process, and that's kind of how I looked at this whole uh, four years because it goes quick. As your season progressed, uh, there's only one goal for you and Philip and some of these other guys that are defending champs and ranked number one. You're not supposed to mess up. You're favored every time you walk out there. Uh, when you went out of state or or saw some different guys in the off season, uh, was there a thing or two that you picked up that made you better during the high school season? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I've worked a lot on my mental game, um, just not thinking, shutting the brain off. Uh, you know, when you're going out there to battle uh, for six solid minutes, so uh, I picked up a lot. That's that's how you get better. You you wrestle off season matches. Uh, you just get on the mat. I joked with Philip a little bit. Uh, there, there does seem to be a little bit more uh, top level at 145. Do you think that's the case? I mean, I've wrestled all those guys. I think I beat four out of the six, and I'm one of the other guys. So I'm not thinking about it too much. Um, I'm just going to go out there, strap up my, my singlet, put on my headgear, and wrestle away. Can you uh, bring home a trophy for Carney High? Not just individual medals, but can Carney High go bring home a trophy? That's been the goal for four years, however long. I, I mean, I've been dreaming. I got my personal one last year, and now it's time to get a team one this year. All right, Nick, we'll see you in Omaha. Yep. Keep up the good work. Carney High Bearcats rolling along here. as, uh, And you won't, we won't be talking with a lot of upper weights. That's not the strength of the Bearcats this year. Uh, but uh, 10 right on through and at 152 pounds, uh, Colton uh, joins us here. Uh, Colton, uh, congratulations on uh, another state uh, tournament big time here for all these yeah. Carney Bearcats. Yeah, thanks. What about, uh, you know, Gage talked about it, but once it gets going for Kearney High, you're next after all these guys. You come in midway through here, and if, it, if it's going well, you know, Nick's won, Gage's won, Phillips yeah. won. What's that like when you come in and the momentum's uh, red hot, like on a Lincoln East duel or, or anything like that? It's awesome. It gets me ready to go and just a lot of hype going out there. So, What, what have you learned outside of your teammates uh, these coaches there's so many in there it's almost like every wrestler has their own coach yeah. <laughs> uh, who's your coach in the room I'm not sure if i can pick one right now okay a lot that's fine that's fine uh as you get to as you get the state draw here we always want to say okay who you wrestling what's going on are you a big is that a big deal to you or it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter what it says just gotta bring against every guy what what is you walk out there First whistle, shake the guy's hands. What's going through your mind right there? Just thinking how I need to be ready to go and just just bring it on this guy. Anybody ever caught you just right off the whistle? 
there's usually that it seems like 90 percent of the time it's like okay let's circle let's see what's going on we'll do a little hand fighting as anybody just came blasting out on the on the whistle yeah that's happened (laughs) (laughs) have you got the better of that usually or not yeah against the kid i'm about to wrestle i picked him up right to his back right away last time so hopefully repeat well, that'd be great uh, taking on uh, the kid from Millard South, uh, staying with a lot of the kids in the metro area. Uh, l- let me just ask you this: Is there a lot of smack talk out there, Metro versus Kearney, Grand Island, Columbus? Me personally, I don't talk a whole lot, so no. But <laughs> maybe some other kids. All right. Well, I won't make you talk anymore then. All right. <laughs> good, good luck down there. Thank you, Kearney High. Uh, as we continue on with the Power Ninety Nine a Wrestling Rally, moving along, and uh, the Bearcats again taking ten. Carter Abel's. Is the 160-pounder. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, do you talk more than Colton? Um, probably about the same. Quiet <laughs> quiet assassin out there. Okay. Yep. Tell me a little bit about how districts went for you yesterday. Uh, it went well. I wrestled well and did what I had to do. District champ, uh, just the pride in, in walking off uh, with the gold medal. I mean, one thing, A, you want to qualify, but then when you're able to, to win the districts or, or any tournament, I'm sure it has a lot different feeling. Yeah, it just really sets you up well for the state tournament. It's a good way to go into the tournament. Uh, again, a lot of Metro, Metro, Metro. Uh, what do you know about the guys you're going to wrestle? Um, I've wrestled some of them. I set the wrestle like I always do, and I'll be fine. What's the strength of Carter Abels? If 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 I was going to ask Coach or one of your teammates, and I said, what's, what's the strength of Carter, what would they say? Um, probably just using my length to my advantage on feet and on top. So us tall, skinny guys. You know, we sometimes we have to worry about our weight. Do you ever have to worry about your weight? Um, me, personally, I don't really know. Good. I love it. Love it. So, Carter, good luck, man. Go chow down, all right? Thank you. Carter Bearcats. Uh, how many of these guys, Ty, have to worry about their weight? Any uh, of them? Not, maybe two. Maybe two? We won't, we won't call them out. Three. Three? Now we're going to three? <laughs> Gus Franzen, you don't have to worry about your weight, do you? Uh, not at all. Not at all. Okay, 170-pounder Gus Franzen joining us here. 29-8 and eight senior. Uh, finished third yesterday at, at the districts. Was there a little bit of disappointment yesterday, or was everybody fired up about going to going to Omaha? Uh, well, me personally finishing third, I couldn't be that disappointed. Uh, I kind of have a slight injury coming off the state duels, so it was part of our game plan, but we'll be back and ready to go for the state tournament. So how, how, how are you feeling? Uh, it's getting better every day. Good, It'll good. be good. What was it like if we didn't talk? I guess we really haven't talked much about the state duels with it moving up ahead of the tournament, uh, what was it like last week in practice preparing for, for duels? Was it any different? Uh, yeah, we were actually just talking about that in the waiting room, how it's going to be different uh, after this week, and it's going to be done. I mean, usually we will have a full another week, and then the, the state duel tournament after that. But I don't know. I think I like it. Looks like maybe a South Sioux City kid. Uh, is that who you've drawn here in the first round? Oh, Honestly, I have not looked at my bracket very much, but uh, yeah. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let me tell you that Blaze Stanley is a Columbus kid, and we know Carney and Columbus have battled each other. That would possibly be a second round. What can you tell me about him? All right. Well, actually, I have not wrestled him yet this season, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'll definitely see him in the quarterfinals. All right, man. Well, good luck. Thank you. Gus Franz in the 170-pounder here for uh, Carney High. And, you know, oh, 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 that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's was- our crew. What was it like, and where are we at with uh, the big boys? We're, we've always been used to seeing a couple, if it's not heavyweight, but 220. I mean, we can go down the list from Lee just the last few years to Tolstead to, you know, mm-hmm. on and on and on. Where are, we, where are we at right now? Well, we had to kind of make shift 
some people around and uh you know Bronson Amend and Josh Pearson were our 182 195 this year they were both 170 pounders and then uh, Dario Rodriguez could have been a 195 we kept him at 220 and then uh Pete Kreitzer was a uh, heavyweight, true heavyweight. Uh, did a great job for us this year. All right, uh, what's the message to these guys now as we go to Omaha? It's all about team. This this is a tight group of kids, and they do everything right. Uh, so I'm, I'm super proud of the season we've had, and the the power that we have within each other here is, is a special thing, and it'll really help us out when we get down to the state tournament. Uh, we're excited to be down there, and, and these guys are going to perform really well. All right, Ty, always appreciate the time you give us here. It's great covering the Bearcats, and uh, we'll go have some fun here this week in Omaha. Thanks again. You bet, Ty Swarm and the Carney Bearcats, 10 of them heading down to uh, Omaha. The uh, Power 99 Wrestling Rally will continue here in just a few moments. Keep it here on KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. Town and Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business, it is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town and Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care, Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, Seedsmanship at Work. And welcome back to the Power 99 Wrestling Rally. Uh, Minden uh, is going to join us, Aiden Smith, as a representative of the Whippets. And Minden has always been a part of the Wrestling Rally and taking a little time to slide up here and join us in studio. 170-pounder, Aiden, thanks for the time. How are you? I feel pretty good. We were talking about uh, how tough, and you, you just tell them. Tell them about the district. Just say, overall, tell me about the district. Um, overall, we got some pretty tough teams there. You know, Broken Bows, pretty, pretty stout. Got a lot of people out. Um, Valentine for sure is tough. They've always, always been tough. You know, a lot of returning state champs. You go uh, at Minden, and again, we've talked about some of the ups and the downs and how many kids are out. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Minden has went through some uh, wrestling coaching changes here uh, with some really good ones over the years. But uh, again, got a new coach this year. What's what's the numbers like down there at Minden? Um, numbers actually went up a lot this you know these past two years. Um, coach is definitely leaving, but we did have some three brand new coaches come in, and I think that helped out a lot. Went from the twenties, and now we're kind of up in the thirties on numbers, so filling up a gym pretty quickly. You get some new blood in there. You're going to learn some new things. Hey, this coach taught me that, but now I got this coach. He's teaching me this. What did, what, what was some of the significant things you learned this year? Um, just kind of a different way to set up my shot, you know, and finishing it for sure. I have troubles with that but um you know i'm just learning new things from somebody else's perspective and stuff like that tell me about the guys you wrestled up in districts this weekend um all in all is pretty tough lathan duda he's uh he's he's pretty good okay right there right there see <laughs> he keeps telling me as his cousin that you know how pretty good he is i just needed verification from somebody else that wasn't in the family that he's not that bad 
he's he's not bad. No, I've had <laughs> I've seen him twice this year. I wish I would have seen him more personally. Yeah, um, been been close matches twice with him, and um, hopefully I'll see him down at state. I know he's like third seed or somewhere in there, but hopefully I get there and able to see him, maybe get the win on him. What about the rest of the guys you saw this weekend? Um, I saw a guy from Chase County. Uh, he's 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 gonna be tough. You know, he got third, he beat me in the finals, so I hopefully I'll see those guys. And um, other than that, I mean, it just kind of went the way it went. As a senior, kind of what were your thoughts? I mean, you saw how stacked this bracket is. knew knew that you belonged, knew that you could get to Omaha, but what were you thinking as you as you drove up there? Um, I was just thinking of what I needed to accomplish. You know, this is my last year, so I wanted to definitely get down to Omaha um, and get the ex- full experience. Never, never seen it before. I've been close, but never seen it. So now I just got to go and finish out the the best I can do. And can you take us? And we're talking with Aiden Smith and the 170 pounder out of men. And can you take us through that moment where you did qualify? You got out of the heartbreak round. Can you can you share that with us? Um. You know, it wasn't as it wasn't as cool as I thought it'd be. I kind of I, I I beat I tech followed the kid and uh, I just kind of got up, looked at my parents, kind of gave him a head nod, and got my hand raised. What's it mean to to just be able to represent Minden and at least have somebody get down there to the state meet? Um, I've lived in Minden ever since first grade, so you know it's I've seen I've seen it from the worst and I've seen it close to the best, and you know it it means a lot just to know that a lot of the fans were supporting me through it. And, yeah. Well, it seems like, once again, kind of the guys down there are starting to hit that stride again. Football's been getting a little bit better. Basketball's been getting a touch bit better. Track, we'll see what else. You know, I can run down all of these. Do you know anything about uh, Blake Moore? Uh, What can you tell us about your first-round opponent? I uh, No, I've never seen him. I I, I mean, as far as what he does, what he you know, what he looks like, I don't know. I just know I got to get in there and get that win, and everything should go better after that. No matter what happens, you're going to get another area kid, whether it be St. Paul or Ravenna. And Alex Chapa from Ravenna was in here, and you know, it, it was almost like, oh wow, Aiden's the four. I mean, but there's still a chance he can win that, and I might see him one side or the other. Uh, what about that? Um, yeah, I've wrestled the St. Paul kid up at our duel against St. Paul, and you know, it went my way. He's definitely a very tough kid. And, yeah, Alex Chop, I uh, wrestled him last year at Districts, and he's the one that kicked me out. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I've been meaning to meet him up with, you know, meet up with him, wrestle him again this year, and if it comes to it, it comes to it. Got to get the win. Well, love to see you two guys uh, wrestling in the second round on Thursday. That would be uh, that's always fun when we got the area kids, no matter what. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. that would be a lot of fun. So this is your shot. This is your one time down yep. there. Uh, it's hard to predict what you're going to be thinking Thursday. But what are you thinking right now? Um, you know, I'm just kind of thinking of well, first I got to make weight, and it's been kind of a little bit of a problem this year. <laughs> <laughs> what, I've what never, you? I've never not made weight, but it's been close. And you know, other than that, I just I got to go down there and I I got to be the toughest I can be, get the wins that matter, you know. And and what 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 are your techniques when you're one pound over six pound? What, what's what's the key to not getting over? What's the key to getting rid of that excess when you have to quickly? Run or jump rope. <laughs> <laughs> 
all wrestlers have become really good uh, <laughs> at jumping rope throughout their career. Well, Aiden, hey, thanks for making the trip up here today, and uh, best of luck. Uh, we will see you down in Omaha. Thank you. Aiden Smith, he's the 170-pounder out of Minden. The Whippets, again, another one of the programs that have always been great with the Power 99 Wrestling Rally. When we come back, we still are going to hear from Hastings coach Brian Lauchs. We're going to hear from Pleasanton coach Mike Herman. They've got a young man in Tyler Pulaski trying to be a four-time state champion. Jared Owens over at South Central. Almas Jesus Felix. we still got more to go here on the Power 99 Wrestling Rally. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. Stop into Aurora Co-op. Get all you need to keep the farm going. You can find an Aurora Co-op near you. Aurora Co-op, a proud sponsor of all area wrestlers. Best of luck at State. M.A. Graham Incorporated in Amherst is an independent distributor of oral wheat bread and Thomas Bagels and Muffins. They are a very proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Nothing can warm up your day better than a warm, buttery bagel, muffin, or oral wheat bread. Rexios Nutrition's Thermovar Weight Loss Kit not only helps curb those holiday sugar cravings, but targets the hips, thighs, and spare tire you want gone now. With 25 Midwest locations, including in Kearney at 1420 West 24th Street, get your free sample today. South Central Unified going to join us here, I think, for the first time on the Power 99 Wrestling Rally. And we appreciate Coach Jared Owens joining us here as they uh, come out of the C1 district up at Battle Creek yesterday. They qualify three with 65 points. They've got a nice team here. And, Coach, uh, thanks for the time on the Wrestling Rally. So let's get this out there for everyone that wants to know which schools are a part of South Central Unified. We know. But let everybody else know where you draw your kids for this wrestling program. Um, yeah, we have uh, kids that are from Sandy Creek and from Lawrence Nelson. And we know that uh, those towns have been very competitive in a variety of sports for years. Uh, how's the breakdown uh, from those two communities, and, and how is it when you have to bring in two separate schools to, to form this team? You know, actually, this be my first year. We didn't actually get any kids from Lawrence Nelson this year, but we did have uh, a couple of junior high kids come. So um, we have some kids coming from Lawrence Nelson. Um, I think just uh, I need to be more of a presence in, in both schools. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of our breakdown right now. We're all from Sandy Creek this year, but hopefully we in the coming years we get some more from North Nelson. Well, and you got ten kids that you took there. That's not a bad number either. What is the state of the program, do you think, right now as, as you've taken it over and gone through this first year? Uh, really good. Um, I think, uh, you know, number, number game is just always a, a deal with, uh, you know, some Class C schools. Um, but I, I feel good about uh, we'll probably have uh, four or five kids coming in from junior high next year and then, uh, you know, getting the little kids' build uh, program built back up. Um, I know that the coaches did a, a really, really good job, but, uh, you know, with that, but just, just keeping that going strong. And uh, I think uh, for the foreseeable future, we're, our numbers are still going to be pretty good. 
Now, since South Central has come together, there haven't been any individual state champions, but Sandy Creek, of course, had a few back in their in their day, and uh, the last time Sandy Creek had a, a champion was a Dale Fike back in uh, 86 and 87, so I'm sure you're hungry mm-hmm. for that. You may not still yeah. be in a position uh, this year to go get yourself a state champion, but you had a couple of kids that made it into the district finals for you. Yes. Uh, yeah, and, um, you know, one uh, one's only a freshman, uh, made it into the finals, so um, we look with with him. Um, he, he's kind of willing to go do some things in the off season. Um, just got to shore up a few things, and hopefully, in a couple of years, uh, John Broderick is a kid that you know um, he sets himself on the right path. Could be a could be a kid that brings home a gold medal for us. Um, also, know uh, Jacob Smith, um, the senior this year at ninety five, made the finals. Uh, he's a kid that uh, I think a lot of kids sleep on right now, and. Uh, so we're going to go, and uh, I think our draw looks uh, pretty good there at 95, and we're just going to take it one match at a time and see what happens. So. You take a kid like the uh, Spitz kid at a senior, and he comes through and, and does what he, he does. He takes on kid out of uh, Norfolk Catholic, I think it is, right out of the get-go yep. here. And then uh, Bo Wood from Perkins County, if he can get on to that second round. We know how, how tough he is, and, and he's not, those yep. aren't the only two kids that you take. But uh, what, what do you tell these two guys that uh, finished as district runner-up, and you take a look at a bracket and you say, hey, this is manageable, this is what we can do to keep you wrestling uh, into Friday night? Um, yeah, you know, with, with, uh, with both of them, it's just, um, you know, both of them, one, one's a freshman, the other one's a senior, both first-time qualifiers, just getting them in, in that into mentality of this isn't the end game. Um, you know, both are really, really happy to qualify, and I, I'm glad they both did, but, um, you know, our, our end game isn't just to qualify. We need to go searching for some medals, and, but we've got to do that one match at a time. Um, I know Spitz has wrestled the Norfolk Catholic kid before, uh, we haven't wrestled the Gibbon kid um, at 106, but we've wrestled the Norfolk Catholic kid, and we beat him earlier. But state's a different deal, so you got to come prepared, or, or uh, you know, previous previous uh, matchups don't really matter down there. And then your other seniors, Chase DeVries, he's also going to get another Norfolk Catholic kid in Smedra in the yep. first round, and uh, that DeVries name is one that's kind of bounced around in the wrestling mats for a while. Yep. Um, again, a kid that. Uh, you know, he, he is capable of, of beating just about anybody in the state. Um, at, at times, he, he just got he just got to keep his motion going. He's got to keep wrestling. Um, and if he does that, I know uh, he's, a, he's a hard kid to score on. So um, kids like that can, can stay in matches with kids, and, uh, and then we just, we just go out and, and see what happens. I know if he gets on his motion, gets his shots going, uh, I feel pretty good about that matchup too. And Coach, uh, with a program that you're trying to build, what do you think about the way your schedule sets out and the type of competition you saw this year and what you'll try to do with that in the upcoming years? Um, yeah, I think I'm going to try to make a couple changes to our, to our program. We do go out to uh, – you know, I think our schedule is pretty pretty tough right now, but I think it, I think it can get tougher. Um, <laughs> we go out to Valentine. That's always a tough uh, tough meet. and uh, But um, – I'm, I'm looking at getting into a couple different. I don't want to say on radio and sure because you know, they're nothing's for sure right now. But I am looking into getting into a couple different tournaments next year. Well, Coach, uh, let's see if we can continue to grow the program here at South Central Unified, and uh, we appreciate you giving us a chat here in your first year on the wrestling rally. And hopefully, we can uh, do it again in the future. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for for doing this for our kids. So. Thank you so much. No problem. Jared Owens, head coach, South Central Unified, here on the Power 99 Wrestling Rally. We've got more coming up in a moment. 
Axman Heating and Air Conditioning is your independent Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding areas. They remind you that now's the time to conduct spring and summer checks on your air conditioning units, getting you ready for the warm season ahead. Axman has all the Lennox models. Best of luck, athletes. Well, we do have an air... To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Taking this time to say congratulations, Whippets, and best of luck on the mat, we're so proud of you. At American Family Insurance, we believe that with the right support, any dream is possible. For auto, home, business, or life, contact us today. Contact Jim Crayson at the Jim Crayson Agency at the corner of 2nd Avenue and 46th in Kearney. Call 236-6868. Don't let a leaky roof put a damper on your life. Doberstein Roofing in Kearney will make sure your home or business is properly covered and protected. With over 50 years of experience, they know how to get the job done right. Doberstein Roofing wishes all the wrestlers good luck. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis. Science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. The Power 99 Wrestling Rally continues here on KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island. Still to come, we're going to be talking with Jesus Felix of Alma. They were over at the D2 meet Yesterday in Amherst, we have the Hastings, who could be the favorite now in Class B, Coach Brian Laux, and we'll talk with Mike Herman of Pleasanton. They've got one of the two young men that are going for four-time state champions uh, in uh, Tyler Pulaski coming off a off-season injury in football. I uh, want to thank uh, Carney High, Carney Catholic, Grand Island Northwest, Amherst, Ravenna, Minden, all being here with us along with Grand Island Senior High and Wood River and Gibbon and Axtell and so many more. And Ross Halford, of course, from Husker Matt being part of today's wrestling rally as we continue on. Continuing on with the Power 99 Wrestling Rally, more of where we were yesterday at the D2 District Wrestling Meet over at Amherst. That's where Alma was. They qualify for, and Jesus Felix, their head coach, joins us here. And coach, a couple of runners up, a couple of fourth place finishes. And uh, one of the comments that we were looking at yesterday during the uh, districts was that you've got some quality kids over there, and a couple of kids in the finals. Uh, how'd you think things went? Uh, yeah, we definitely had some tough matches. You know, things didn't quite turn out how we expected them. You know, um, Dalen Russell at um, uh, 182 with Batista, who's a really tough athlete, uh, tough wrestler. Uh, we didn't kind of we didn't get on top there with what we thought we might get and sneak by him, but um, we had a good match. Uh, improved in some areas, and then you know Tyson lost that match right at the end of the end of the third period um, when Potts got away from him with the loss of two to three. But um, you know that was a tough match. We never hadn't seen him this year at all and didn't know what to expect. And um, we just come away from there with the expectation of doing well in state now, though, for both those guys and the other two. You've got a pretty full team, and we'll get to your other two qualifiers here in just a moment, but uh, how did you think the season went for your uh, squad? You know, it was really it was exciting to get some numbers. We had 12 kids out. Um, we had some new kids with some freshmen and some kids that had moved in from other schools. We had a foreign exchange student wrestle for us also. Um, so a sophomore that didn't wrestle last year for some uh, injuries and stuff. But, you know, it was exciting to get the numbers, and we paired up really well with these four qualifiers in the middleweights there. We had a couple of heavyweights and then a lot of guys down at the lower weight. So it really worked out really well to have a full team, um, good mat timed with each other, um, be able to not just wrestle. In the past, we had a lot of kids just wrestle each other, but here you could rotate through three or four other guys and get some good 
experience with different size guys, different weight classes. So it was a really good season, I think, for everybody. And we saw kids improve. Um, you know, we don't always see that in records, but we see it as coaches where kids are doing better after Christmas and then at the end of the season, which you really want to see kids do. Well, it's, uh, everybody wants to look at the bracket and how things are. I mean, Tyson's a pretty good wrestler. Obviously, he's a state-rated wrestler. He's got 45 wins on the season. Uh, what do you expect, and how do things look for him at Omaha? Uh, you know, Tyson, yeah, he's a state. Um, right now he's ranked. He's been ranked pretty much all year. Uh, well, he's a returning state placer. Um, he has a kid from Mid Valley that he's wrestled before and beat twice this year already, and Dalen Mack. And, um, uh, you know, he just, he's got to wrestle smart. He's got to wrestle a little more aggressive probably that, than he has. But I think he has a chance to be in the top, you know, four probably if he does what he's capable of doing. Um, and part of that is just uh, years of wrestling with his teammates that he has right now, which is, you know, make each other tougher and um, just head in there, hopefully stay healthy, um, keep the cold away from us. And he's got a great opportunity to place again, I think. Edwin Baptista was the number one seed, and of course, Dalen Russell, uh, he's got 41 wins on the season as well. Baptista, one of those kids that just was so quick, a lot of takedown, let-up, takedown, let-up yeah. type of matches. Uh, what are you seeing for Dalen uh, in Omaha? You know, he's another kid that's just wrestled super well this year. You know, he's um, wrestled Daw this year, Batista, um, some other tough kids. Um, uh, Noel last night, he wrestled or the other day, and he, you know, he just really dominated him and pinned him. Um, so Dalen's in a great position also. You know, he's gonna, got a first match that he's, you know, got to, oh, don't want to look too far ahead. Um, he's got to win that first match at state, and then he has a dog in. Um, whatever outcome there, um, we'll just deal with then. Um, but either way, you know, he has a road to a medal. So I think he just needs to keep on wrestling well. Um, super uh, uh, good athlete there also. Works really hard and just super intense uh, when he gets on the mat. So he has opportunities there also to, to hopefully bring home a medal too. Uh, Aiden Molzan uh, qualifies fourth at 152 pounds. He's got 37 wins. Talk a little bit about him. Yeah, Aiden, uh, he's a kid actually I've known since, uh, known as all his other kids, um, pretty much uh, his whole life. My wife, you say, actually babysit him and his brothers and sisters uh, when they were babies. Um, so we've known the family for a long time. He's a kid that transferred over from Franklin um, this year for us. Um, just a good kid. Man, he's had a lot of experience in Franklin, but he also wrestled a lot. Um, in Holdridge with their clubs when he was a little kid and wrestled uh, the USA wrestling stuff through the, the spring and just uh, really an, a competitive kid. It really works really hard. Um, and it's really been a great year for him having um, Joseph Tyson and Dalen um, to kind of thump on him a little bit all year and really made him tougher this year. Um, just great experience before he came into the season as a freshman. Um, just works really hard um, and has done a really good job. You know, he has some losses in there, but he's done a really good job of wrestling everyday hard in practice, a very intense kid. And, you know, I see he's kind of got a road um, similar to Joseph where he's going to have to win some matches and um, really bring his game to the next level this, this next week here. But just a great kid to be around. Talking with Alma wrestling coach Jesus Felix here on the uh, wrestling rally. And the one you're most familiar with, of course, is the 160-pounder and Joseph. And to get fourth place, he actually was defeated by the number one and the number two kid in districts because <laughs> Poland had got upset earlier. So maybe a guy that uh, was deserving of a three-seed at state but had to wrestle the top two. Uh, so uh, what's your thoughts here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, Joseph is a... Uh... You know, he decided to wrestle 160, didn't want to go down to 52 or 45. You know, being comfortable there was, was where he wanted to be with uh, not having to diet too much. Um, yeah, if we look at his, his losses this year, he's lost to kids that are pretty darn tough. He's pretty much wrestled every kid right now, I think, in the top six rankings, except uh, McFarland, which I think he has a first draw on um, on Thursday. So that's going to be, Joseph will probably wrestle everybody in the top six or eight all 
um, this year ranks. So, um, that's, you know, that's okay. You know, you're going to make yourself better wrestler by wrestling the toughest kids. Um, so that's for districts didn't quite get where he wanted to be. Um, but he has an opportunity just like everybody else. So he's got to go down there, wrestle as hard as he can, um, see where things end up. And hopefully he has a road to the medal, medal rounds also. Well, he had a couple of nice wins there uh, in the uh, district tournament as well. So uh, let's see if we can get some medals for these Cardinals. And it's cool to see any Class D school that has uh, nearly a full roster. So uh, the future looks like it might be kind of bright here, Coach. Yeah, you know, we're going to lose three kids. Joseph and Tyson have been, you know, wrestling each other since they were little kids. Uh, we got C.J. Graff, who's our heavyweight, who's also going to graduate. But I'm hoping, you know, we get four or five more kids from the eighth grade class coming in as freshmen next year. We'll have Dalen returning, uh, Andrew, or, um, excuse me, Aiden returning. Um, we'll have my son Jonah, who's a freshman, who's, you know, made it to the heartbreak round. Uh, Zach Halbert, who made it to the heartbreak, heartbreak round. And, you know, some other kids that we saw improvement at the end of the season. So we get all those kids. Um, improving over the summer with some camps and working out in the weight room and into the fall season. And then some incoming freshmen. We could be great. We could be 12 or 14 kids again next year, which will be great for, like you said, a D class where um, numbers are always an issue. But um, we're looking really to the future here also as we end our season with the, the four qualifiers. All right, Coach. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. We'll see you in Omaha. And best of luck to the Cardinals. Thanks for the time. Thank you, sir, and have a great afternoon. You bet. Jesus Felix, the head coach at Alma. We still have a couple more chats, and Hastings trying to win a Class B title. Pleasanton trying to bring home a four-time state champion. Coach Mike Herman of the Bulldogs and Brian Lauk of the Tigers next. Swim all year round with an endless pool fitness system in your own backyard. Hi, this is Doug from Detterdings. Our endless pools are unmatched, whether you're training for a triathlon or improving your health. See and try the endless pools at Detterdings, Kearney, and Grand Island. M.A. Graham Incorporated in Amherst is an independent distributor of oral wheat bread and Thomas Bagels and Muffins. They are a very proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Nothing can warm up your day better than a warm, buttery bagel, muffin, or oral wheat bread. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. In the market for some Galvay? See Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galvay. Well, we do have an area wrestler that is going to try to be a four-time state champion, and they reside from Pleasanton, and our next coach has a little knowledge of some four-timers from the places that he has been, the places that he's helped coach. Mike Herman, the head coach at Pleasanton, joins us here on the Wrestling Rally. And Coach, thanks for the time. Uh, you went up to that D1 uh, district at Neely Oakdale, and uh, anytime you get up there in northeast Nebraska, you know you're going to see some uh, great competition. Plus, you had Burwell up there, who's uh, coming off a couple of great years as well. So uh, uh, your your boys were definitely tested. Yeah, they were. It was a. I thought it was a pretty tough district, one of the tougher ones. I thought. You take uh, about seven kids up there. Uh, of course, both Pulaski's make it. You do have the two qualifiers. We'll get to those. But right now, uh, the the state of the Pleasanton wrestling program. Uh, what do you think about uh, some of these guys that didn't make it and and uh, how they perform for you? Oh, like I said, we got some freshmen. Uh, Mason Lammers went uh, two and two, did a good job. Uh, we had a junior, Riley uh, Edwiger. He had been a qualifier last year, but 113-pound weight class was loaded, and we got beat in the heartbreak round by the Burwell kid to get in, so that's sort of disappointing. But our freshmen, like I said, we 
uh, get a good job and a good base. Uh, I think we got, I don't know if we're going to have many eighth graders, but the seventh graders are pretty enthused about, we got, I think we'll have six or seven of them guys. So hopefully we'll just keep building the program and go from there. Well, Chase, obviously just a freshman trying to follow in uh, Tyler's footsteps here a little bit. Uh, how have you seen, sometimes there's a little pressure there, and he's not starting at 106, he's a 126-pounder. What about the way uh, he has uh, worked his way through this year? He's done a good job. I mean, he, he come in, uh, you'll probably give me heck for this, but he come in about 19% body fat, you know, and, and he had been hurt the last couple of years in junior high where he had knee surgery uh he broke his wrist and he hasn't done much wrestling the last two or three years since i've been there and now this year uh he's slimmed down pretty good lost that baby fat and uh he's like he started at 45 and he worked his way down to 26 you know his body fat program would let him do that and uh, he's worked his way down and he's really improved i mean he's been a hard-working kid too like his brother i don't think there's much pressure on him i mean they're Two different kids. I mean, they're two different personalities, two different kids. And he's, plus, he's had a good workout partner. <laughs> yeah, for, for a lot of years, I'm guessing, too. Yeah, yeah. The biggest trouble with them, too, they uh, sometimes Tyler starts to get a little rough with him. I gotta, well, we got to go over and talk to him and say, hey, it's your brother. Ladies, knock it off. You know? we're, we're talking with Mike Herman, Pleasanton coach here. Uh, you'll have a lot of Amherst folks and uh, Burwell folks rooting for you in the first round because you draw Nate Christensen out of Plainview, who we saw at Districts. We saw at the Amherst invite. He got upset there. Uh, what do you think when you take on this uh, Christensen kid out of Plainview? I think we've wrestled him earlier in the year at uh, when we were at 32, and I think it was about a 5-2 to two match. Uh, like I said, Chase, I think he's been uh, surprised a lot of people that we have wrestled. And uh, I think we'll be competitive. We we might help him out. Well, let's take a look at uh, the big story. Is going to be Tyler trying to uh, get into that uh, ring of honor of four-time Hall of Famers. Mike, tell me what went through your mind when you heard he got injured at football camp last summer. Well, I think a week before before football camp, I told his dad not to let him go out for football. (laughs) We did have that conversation. I'm not teasing. I did tell his dad that, hey, he gets beat up all the time. Let's go do something else, you know. But uh, that just maybe I put the curse on him. (laughs) I don't know. But, uh, no, it was happening early in the year, and he's a hardworking kid. He did his rehab the way he's supposed to. I mean, we had a lot of talks about when he's going to return he wanted to return earlier, and and we held it off a couple of weeks. And like I said, we did it. We did it the right way. That's what I told him that was going to happen, and he wasn't going to step out on the mat until he was completely healed. So, Mike, have you noticed anything different about the way he wrestles concerning this injury, or is he the same old kid we saw the last three years? Yeah, he's the same old kid. He is the same old kid. He something like I said. I it uh, we won the finals match yesterday but he got the bowl and when somebody bowls him then he thinks he's you know somebody pushes him a little bit he thinks he's got to push twice back twice as hard but now he's wrestling he's the same kid he wrestles hard works out hard he, you know like i said he's one of the hardest working kids i've ever coached so when a kid goes in and he's going to have the spotlight on him and knows that he's four wins away from history, how does he handle it demeanor-wise? I've got a chance to chat with the kid when he was banged up during football season. He seems like a, a lighthearted, uh, you know, not much gets to him. But uh, how, do, how do you think his demeanor will be this week in Omaha? 
Oh, I think you'll be right. We'll talk. Uh, we talked a little bit last week, and we're, we're going to sit down and talk this week. And, and you know, it's one match at a time. That's how we're going to take it, one match at a time. We'll go from there. There are no other kids that are undefeated, but there are a couple of kids. Obviously, you beat the Hurley kid again yesterday, so he'll be on the other side of the bracket. Brady Gracie of Mullen got drawn into the other side of the bracket. Do you believe those are the other two wrestlers that uh, are in the class with Tyler, that if he makes it to the Parade of Champions again, it'll be one of those two? Yeah, and he can't leave out the Axel uh, kid. Clingsborn, you know, he's pretty decent. Uh, but as far as... The other side, I really took a good hard look, yeah, but as far as the other side, yeah, Gracie and Hurley. Hurley's a, a real good kid. I think he beat that Frank from Amherst in that duels last week, and that Frank kid, he's a pretty good kid at 26. But I think, yeah, probably Hurley or Gracie he'll probably be one of them too. All right, Coach, I know there'll be a lot of talk, and let's uh, hopefully keep the Pulaski boys clean all the way through Saturday and uh, see if we can make a little history here for Pleasanton. Yep, that would be good for the program. Well, Mike, thanks for the time here. We'll see you in Omaha. All right, thank you. That's Mike Herman. He's the head wrestling coach at Pleasanton. Of course, best of luck to uh, both the Pulaskis, especially Tyler, trying to become a four-time state champion. We'll be back with more on the Power 99 Wrestling Rally right after this. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. See RAI in Ravenna, Shelton, or Loop City. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just your insurance agent, your friend. Best of luck, wrestlers. Locally owned and operated since 1883, a tradition of community banking, Full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers in state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. A very impressive performance at the state duels last week. Maybe an even more impressive performance yesterday at the B3 District at Aurora. Hastings, 214.5 points, 10 qualifiers, and that puts them in the conversation for maybe going after the big trophy this week in Omaha. So a lot to digest with the head coach, Brian Lauchs, and he joins us here on the Power 99 Wrestling Rally. Coach, great to catch up with you again, and it's been a pretty good week for your uh, Hastings High Tigers. Yeah, we uh, we had a, a, a great weekend uh you know, with with the district championship, uh, ten state qualifiers, and uh, you know the kids just wrestled real well. And and, and actually, I don't know if we could have wrestled a, a better tournament uh, than what what we did yesterday. Let's talk about what has transpired here in the last couple of weeks. I guess it'll be an easy answer is that it hasn't affected the kids, but obviously you have had to step in and, and take over the program here the last couple of weeks under some circumstances that uh, we don't want to ever have. But how have the kids responded to some of this adversity besides what we've seen on the mat? Yeah, I think, you know, at, at, at the beginning it was, it was kind of a shock uh, for, for everyone. And, uh, you know, we had a meeting and, and uh decide you know where where we're gonna go from from here and um 
you know, nobody asked for it. Nobody, nobody wanted it. But uh, it was a situation where, um, you know, these kids have, have had a great uh, season. And, uh, you know, with, with the type of season they're having and whatnot, um, you know, I was asked to, to help out. And, um, you know, our coaches have done a, a miraculous job of, of keeping them focused as well. And, uh, you know, we, we really talked about, um, you know, the last three weeks being the most important, being the most important part of the season and, um, you know, how focused and, and we can't let things distract us. So, uh, you know, they've, they've responded very well. Uh, kids are pretty resilient. And, uh, so it, it's been good. And, uh, you know, looking for another, another week of, uh, preparing and, uh, Hopefully, we can have some some great results hey, you know, for this for this week. Hastings coach Brian Laux obviously has been down this road before. Obviously, the longtime coach of the Tigers, and you have seven kids that make the district final yesterday. You go five and two, and none of them are seniors. We don't want to look ahead, but my goodness, what an accomplishment! <laughs> yeah, you know we had we had nine in the semifinals, and, and going into yesterday morning, we're talking about you know, geez, you know. You know what? What do you think? And uh, you know we're thinking, well, if, you know if we can get five in, that that would be a pretty good, you know, pretty good uh, number, you know, for the for the finals. But yeah, we had some kids wrestle real, real well, and uh, you know, getting seven in the finals, and um, then getting three in on the backside. Um, it just it, it, it was it was a great day, and uh, even you know even in the uh, the final round. Uh, you know, kind of setting things up for for this week with with five champions, and then um, on the backside, uh, two of the three end up getting third place finishes. So we're excited about that. We could take a long time to discuss each one's bracket uh, and how you think things will play out here. Let's get to the question that's on a lot of people's minds: Do you believe that Hastings, coming out of this draw, coming out of doing what you did, has a legit shot to bring home a state championship in Omaha? Well, I, I think I think it puts us in the you know um, the equation. Uh, you know, obviously, when you look at our our five champions um, and, and their draws, you know, I think they obviously have a, a good opportunity to you know make it to Friday night and uh, and you know could be wrestling on, on Saturday. Uh, but it really it's it's going to take all ten. Uh, you know, looking across what uh, what teams are still. Still out there. I think you know Wahoo is a very solid team that uh, you know wrestled very well yesterday. You have Northwest who qualified eight. Uh, Blair seems to uh, you know we knew that they were a very good dual team, but they qualified ten. So you know there, there's a lot of teams that uh, I think you can you can mention and and have an opportunity to win it. Um, you know our our focus is is solely on uh, each individual, each kid, and. and with with their matches and uh, how we go about approaching that, you know, just like districts, uh, you know, we never really talked about, you know, during the tournament, the the team uh, title and whatnot until the final round. So focus is, you know, we need to continue focusing on what the kids are doing and how they're preparing for uh, those matches. And we'll see where we're at. I mean, there's a lot of crazy things that happens uh, in those three days. And, uh, you know, just keeping your focus. And uh, we talk about, you know, living in the moment, 
can't uh, can't worry about things that have happened in the past. Can't worry about what tomorrow brings, and just having the opportunity in that moment to make the most of it. Um, you know, that's what we're focused on. Hastings High Wrestling Coach Brian Laux is joining us here. It'll be hard for you to keep uh, an eye on what's going over on the uh, C-mat for Donovan Trumbull with all these uh, Class B kids going here for, for Hastings, but you balance uh, an individual that wants to go get a state championship and doing what's best for the team in the end. You've got at least a couple of guys in undefeated Damon Pape in Bryce Brown and some other guys that have been there before. I mean, Mason Brumbaugh, Isaac Hunley, you can you can go down the list. What do you think about the chances of uh, having a few kids in the parade to champions again on Saturday. You know, like I said, the, the, the main focus is you know that on that Thursday, you got you got to take care of business and win those first two matches, and um, you know then you have the luxury to kind of just sitting around and uh, getting to, to to Saturday night, and uh, you know it's an electric atmosphere, and um, you know I, like I said, we're we're the those five are, are sitting. Um, you know, I think that, that we have opportunity to have two or three uh, in the finals, and uh, but it, it comes down to you know where where their focus is, and um, you know, obviously there's there's great competition, and uh, you know we like where our guys are at, and uh, you know we're we're just excited for that opportunity. That's some really good coach speak right there, Coach Lauks. That's that's good stuff. That's the kind of stuff that keeps them focused. But I'll take you another step here. Damon has been in the Parade of Champions, and then on the draw last year, maybe didn't get the best draw. Then you look at a kid that's went third and third here, and and you go, what's going to be the difference for Bryce? So what do you think about his bracket and getting over the hump to be able to uh, to get into that first second match? Yeah, you know, Bryce has has had a, a knee injury that he's dealt with and in in his you know, from what I've seen is 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 more confident uh with each week and uh, his conditioning's better and um you know, obviously if if Bryce can get to the to the semifinal match, I know you know, his second match on Thursday, if he'd happen to win his first match, uh, you know, Gage Perry from Columbus Lakeview, um is is a tough kid, and, and Bryce beat him earlier um, at the Nebraska State duels. But getting, you know, having an opportunity to wrestle Diaz uh, from North Platte in the semifinals, I think it's 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 a great matchup. And uh, you know, with Bryce having been there close, you know, so many times uh, with the semis, I think you know he has a great opportunity. So, but it, 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 a lot of it is set up with in terms of how you approach it and mentally where you're at. If you believe you can do it, you can do it. Now, there's always some excitement out there, and you take a look uh, at, at boy, how tough that bracket is there, how many good wrestlers. You look at Damon, you got a kid in there um, for for that. I mean, uh, what a match that he had uh, in the district final. I mean, uh, you've got uh, the Waverly kid with his first loss of the year. Take us through that. Yeah, it was, it was a... You know, very smart match uh, that that Damon wrestled. I think it ended up being seven to one. And um, you know, Knoyer is uh, a big, strong kid. And um, basically, most of wrestling was done on the feet. And uh, Damon got three takedowns. And I think he got an escape. And so it was just it was a very, very good technical, uh, controlling match. And uh, you know, I, I, he didn't do anything that really put him, would put himself in. In harm's way, and uh, you know, Damon's good enough that uh, he can wrestle those types of matches, and 
and, and be successful. So, you know, he he uh, is looking forward. I know to to this week and and have an opportunity to get back to the into the state finals. And one more, Isaac. Uh, he's seen the Cluck kid from Aurora, and I mean uh, to be forty and three to go in as a runner-up. That's quite a match as well. There for him at uh, the thirty-two pound final. Yeah, Isaac. Uh, once again, he he was a, a hammer on top yesterday, and and you know I, I think really just uh, you know Cluck became became tired and uh, in the, in the in the third period and kind of wore him out. So uh, yeah. Isaac is wrestling very well right now as well, and uh, I know he's excited uh, for his draw. And uh, but you know it, it comes back to you know that old cliche of taking each match at a time. And uh, but but I know he's excited for for what uh, what what's coming forward here this this week. All right, Brian, we appreciate you making some time for us here on the Wrestling Rally, and uh, we look forward to following the Tigers all week in their quest for a state title. So best of luck to you and the guys. All right, I appreciate it. Thank you. Back by popular demand, Rexius Nutrition Carney is now your only spot to pick up Eat Fit Go Healthy Meals. 80% of weight loss is due to diet. We all know that. So let us take the work of dieting out for you and pick up your prepackaged healthy Eat Fit Go meals only at Rexius Nutrition Carney. When you're finally ready to build your perfect home, Shockey Custom Homes knows what it takes to make your dream home a reality. Detailed specifications and a no-surprises price guarantee with 3D software for a virtual tour. Let Shockey Custom Homes start your future today. Shockey Custom Homes, a very proud supporter of all the Amherst wrestlers. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain and Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best price for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT MarketSpace, see kappagrains.com. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. At American Family Insurance, we believe that with the right support, any dream is possible. For auto, home, business, or life, contact us today. Contact Jim Crayson at the Jim Crayson Agency at the corner of 2nd Avenue and 46th in Kearney. Call 236-6868. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. And we are winding down the 21st Annual Power 99 Wrestling Rally. So glad to have you along with us and to all the folks from around the listening area. We covered a lot of ground. I personally want to wish uh, best of luck to my cousins, Colton and Lathan, up at Broken Bow at the State Wrestling Tournament. We've got some undefeated wrestlers that are going in from the area, like Dyson Coons of Central City, Damon Paper that we just talked about from Hastings, Lee Carlson of Sutton, along with Tyler Pulaski trying to be a four-time state champion, and uh, Arcadia Loop City heavyweight Jacob Jarabic. Ton of kids that have made it to state. Let's run down our area schools that we'll be covering. Thursday, A and D get going in the early session at nine thirty. B and C at four thirty, and then they'll come back again on Friday live from five until the end of the semifinals. Wall to wall coverage here on Power ninety nine. The best round of the year, the state semifinals at five, and then updates from the finals and uh, wrestleback rounds all day Saturday. The finals do begin at two. Grand Island is qualified twelve. Carney ten in B. 
Adams Central 6, Aurora 4, Central City and Cozad 6, 1 from Gothenburg, 10 from Hastings, 3 for Holdridge, 7 for Lexington, and 8 from Grand Island Northwest. In Class C, Broken Bow qualifies 8, Cambridge and Centura 2, Donovan Trumbull 3, Gibbon has 2, Kearney Catholic 4, Loomis Bertrand 3, Minden has Adam Smith, who we talked to here, Aiden, uh, getting in there, and thanks for coming up. Uh, Ord has 5, so does Ravenna, South Central Unified and Southern Valley with 3, St. Paul has taken 7, Sutton and Wood River with 6, and in Class D, Alma 4, Amherst 8, and Summer Myrna 2, Ansley Litchfield, Arapahoe and Arcadia Loop City and Axtell all taking 3, Burwell has six, two from Elm Creek, four for Elwood, one from Franklin and from Harvard and from Overton, two from Pleasanton, Red Cloud Blue Hill has one qualifier, four from Shelton, two from South Loop, and one from Wilcox Hildreth. Uh, once again, we've put it in the books for another year. There's one week to go in the high school wrestling season, and we say thanks so much for being a part of the Power 99 Wrestling Rally, and we leave you as we always do, hoping that your favorite wrestler is in the Parade of Champions Saturday. We'll see you in Omaha. I paid my dues time after time My sentence but committed no crime and bad mistakes. I've made a few. Bye.